This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Welcome, 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 Jilly from Philly. What's good? Uh, <laughs> welcome back to This Week in Culture. I am your host, Aunt Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad Ant, a.k.a. Ant Seacrest, because I feel like I got 100 jobs, man. I got my dog in the building with me. Jay, what up? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, um, a.k.a. All I Need Is One Mic. And this week, <laughs> <laughs> make the connection, goddammit, make the connection. This week in Culture, episode 21, we review Nobody's Fool, Tyler Perry's Nobody's Fool. Man, I forgot to shout it out last week, uh, but I mean, shit, now we on 21, but we did 21 of these mugs, man. What? That shit flying, bro. You remember two, we talked about this two years ago when I was on uh, Shop Talk. Yeah, yeah. You and Dame, and we all was sitting around like, yo, Ant, you should do a movie podcast. Like, just review the joints. Yeah. And then that next year, we was uh, popping off with the Power Thread on Facebook, and yeah. we was like, damn, we should do a podcast for Power. Then Insecure jumped off, and we was like, yo, we should do one for Power and Insecure. And now look at us, yeah, man. man. We sat here brainstorming, thinking of a damn name and shit. And hey, then, man. And then that shit just like <laughs> bling. Hey, dog. Uh, Twenty-one episodes later, we are in the building, man. How your week been going, bro? Man, uh, my week has been blessed, dog. Shout out to all the listeners, man. Ah, my folks, my folks, man. You know, I be. I mean, we. Been do, I've been doing this podcast shit for quite some time now. Yeah, and I listen to a lot of different podcasts, man. Yeah. This one has been the feedback of this one just been a little bit different, dog. The feedback from uh, from listeners has been so genuine, man. Yeah, like it's been genuine. I literally, and this is you know not to say that it doesn't exist, but I have not heard one negative thing about our podcast yet, man. Like people are giving us some of the best, most constructive feedback, and they supporting us, bro. Yeah, like we got folks, man. I, I got dogs out in Vegas. I got dogs in New York. I got dogs in D.C. That's like, yo, I'm telling people at my job. I'm telling people at my crib who just coming around, yo, download this on your phone real quick. Yeah, man. I see people tagging me on Facebook to other people's statuses, like where they'll be like, what's a good podcast to listen yeah, to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. And nigga, and folks is rocking with us, man. So shout out to all the listeners, the supporters. Uh, you know we do it every week, man. Everybody who texts us, everybody who comments on the Facebook page, This Week in Culture. Everybody following the Instagram, This Week in Culture. Uh, we just trying to get out here, man. And uh, just keep growing, keep growing the listeners, keep growing the fan base, and keep growing the love, dog. We could just feel the love, man. Hey, man, and this is a cliche, man, but sometimes, man, you, you just want to spark conversation. Dog. That's it. And it's That's like, it. I mean, we're using the, the television and the movie reviews because, you know, we generally like that type of shit. And yeah. again, the cinematography and different plots and stuff like that. But yeah. it's always an underlying message. And yeah. that really is what I'd be really, really interested it's in. It's a theme in everything we talk about, man. And those themes have generated these combos that me and Jay up here having. And, and the ones that we having with y'all, man, because we, we try to be as interactive with listeners as possible. So continue to shoot us feedback, suggestions. Man, y'all, y'all should hear the shit dude just be talking about when you just walk Yo, in. We got to just start pressing record <laughs> yeah, on no. the motherfucker as soon as we walk in. Because me and Jay be going for about a good half before we even hit that button on y'all. Um, You know what's 
funny, dog. And I said, this might have to be my new segment, bro. I'm going to the 7-Eleven across the street before every recording, bro. Every I just went over there real I quick. Spend, I spend a ridiculous amount of money in that 7-Eleven. I spend a ridiculous amount at the CVS by my job up the street off uh, Losser and 11 Mile. But every time I go in that CVS, I see some magic. So the one time I seen my nigga order a slushy or a Slurpee, which was <laughs> at the counter. Like. At, that nigga, that's, he the number one. Like, he, he the reigning <laughs> champ. But today I just seen this uh, this white queen with the I get fucked by black dudes haircut, spiky <laughs> blonde parts in the back. Would fade in the Yeah, back faded in the back heavy, nigga. Um, and she walked in there with her dude, and she asked that nigga if he wanted something, anything. She was you like, get what you want. Sweet? <laughs> she was like, get what you want. And he was like, oh, baby, you know what I like. And she literally went over to the, I was curious, like, what do he like? <laughs> Don't. And she went over there to, no. the, uh, to the joint. She came back. With a deuce deuce of Milwaukee's best oh. and a pack of rubbers, nigga. Oh. And I was just like, Whoa. I love y'all, dog. Like, hold that nigga down, man. And oh, um, I just, yeah, every time I go in that 7 Eleven, <laughs> it's either a, a serial killer or a nigga ordering Slurpees at the counter or somebody buying a Milwaukee's best and some rubbers for their nigga, man. Uh, speaking of rubbers, nigga, I don't know if Jill's, uh, Scott is using any <laughs> in her. I might need to wear one next time I watch the goddamn Life Like Listen, It's Golden man, video, she nigga. She's living her life like it's golden. Jill Scott got me looking at this mic different, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Though I thoroughly enjoyed her video and shit, Max, right? I watched that bitch way more than I planned on, nigga. Hey, she got a wildin'. Yo, so I've been to I've been to three Jill Scott shows. She does get in her bag, but she gets in her bag different at every show. So yeah. you don't know what to expect. So I haven't heard her talk mad freaky, but I've never seen her mimic that much. I didn't see her mimic some sex. What's the what's the nigga that came back? The the was it Brian McKnight who came back try to be on some ultra freaky yo, shit? Yo, hold got, up. How did that yo hold let up. your pussy talk or some shit? No, like it no. was something real vulgar. I'm pulling this shit the fuck up. Hold on. What is Brian McKnight had the all time greatest motherfucking comeback song. What was the Brian McKnight pussy song? Hang on one minute, fam. Oh. <laughs> The shit was called If You're Ready to Learn, but on the song he was saying, let me show you how your pussy works. That was the greatest shit. Yo, I'm so glad you brought that up, nigga. <laughs> yeah, we straight to the hook. Yeah, I don't know when the hook comes. <laughs> <laughs> if you're ready to learn, why you know the word? Nigga, I used to watch this video every morning and then send off rapid texts. We clowned this nigga the fuck out of here. Dog, that was the greatest. That nigga should have got a Grammy, an Oscar, an Emmy, a Tony. This nigga, uh. Um, that nigga said, let me. Hit the falsettos <laughs> over the Show me bro. how you perceive. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was he on, nigga? But she was doing the female version yeah, of Wilder. Yeah, yeah, Jill. But, but granted, I am perfectly fine I'm with that. okay with everything Jill did, man. So a lot of people was kind of, it was a big deal on the internet. Because, you know, the internet be fake, woke, fake sensitive about shit. So folks was like, wow, I can't believe Jill Scott up there doing that, doing this. Check Jill Scott, her actual track record. First of all, Jill Scott be letting mad she niggas be nut. going through niggas. Wherever they feel like nothing. Um, 
she did not buy her nigga a rubber at the 7-Eleven. She from Philly. It's a couple freaks in Philly. Shout out to Amber Rose. Um, (laughs) And shit, Jill's got a grown-ass woman, dog. She a grown-ass woman. So she said uh, on her Twitter. Oh, shit. She said, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Why is that funny? She said, hi. (laughs) And she said, I sing and act out all kinds of stories. You should come, C-U-M, to my shows. After a Jill Scott show, most people get splendidly laid by whoever they came with. And then she hashtag, if they don't F it up, stop fronting you suck dick too. I mean. And then she said, they also usually go on to happier, more productive, focused, wealthy lives. So basically Jill Scott said, go suck some dick and leave her the fuck alone. She a grown ass woman, dog. I mean. Anybody tell you they had a problem with Jill Scott and her sucking the shit out that mic and jacking it off and letting the mic bust on her face, you ain't the girl for me. I'm going to let you know right now. I'm just saying, let her live her life like it's good. Let Jill show you how that pussy works. (laughs) Every time I see Jill, I'm going to be like, hey, ho. Oh, shit. Man, yeah. what's, what's been going um, on with the culture this week? Man, dog, uh, this week has been, it, it be seeming like we record quick, but a lot of shit be happening in a week, man. Um, the, the whites are at it again? Oh, the whites stay whiting. Uh, well, speaking of the whitest shit going on in America, uh, we had the election. A lot of people won. A lot of people didn't win. Andrew Gillum uh he conceded, then he came back and was like, no, nah, fuck that, y'all hiding votes. Um, so they still figuring out what's going on in Florida. You know what's really funny? What's up? Is that how you can count all the votes in the country in one night, allegedly, yeah. Yeah. and then it takes like two weeks to do it again. Yeah. How is that possible? Um, yeah. I mean, shit, they out here playing hide and seek with votes. Nigga, For two weeks? With ballots. When you playing hide and seek, you got to find them. All. It's a treasure hunt, bro. Find the missing fucking ballots, dog. I don't know. So Andrew Gillum doing that. Uh, Stacey Abrams is doing pretty much the same thing in Georgia. Nobody wants to concede. And I'm not mad at them, dog. Like It just it just seems odd to me. But you know what's fucked up? I'm not mad at them not conceding. But even if y'all came back and won, look at what they doing to you. They don't respect you from the rip. So now do you want to get in that seat? Facts. I'm just talking about like yeah. how long do it take yeah. to count? Because you tell me yeah. you're counting bitches like. Day of. But you know what's fucked up, too? Like, so they know, like, votes are being hidden and votes are being, like, intentionally not counted and not added in and all that. But then they put a a deadline on when you can turn in the missing votes and ballots. Like, how you putting a deadline on some shit you knew was hidden? Like, this shit don't seem too too difficult. Hey, fam, where the the Farmington Hills votes at? Who was in charge of them? Hey, fam, where they at? A teacher in one of the counties in Florida posted a picture to her Twitter she had found a box of ballots sitting in like a of random them. closet. Mm. And she was like, it was just in a work closet, like at the school. And she was like, it literally, like it was labeled and everything. Like these are ballots. And she was like, it was just there. And she ain't know who to turn it into. This is why Miss um, Parker from the third grade and <laughs> should not be the one. That, like, cause this, yeah. like I just, so listen, this is just me. Hey, Ten foil, like, come on fam. Like this has been going on since the beginning of our our process. This right, it's fact. just been regular niggas count. Like none of this shit probably ever accurate. This is a fact. Like ever. Hey, all I'm glad Michigan. Which is why, 
unfortunately, we got an electoral college because all that individual vote uh, shit don't for like what is that like I don't understand this shit. That's gonna be a whole another podcast trying to break that shit down. What I'm saying is, yeah. if you got an electoral college, yep. is that just for the presidency? Was that for no? Gov- this is no. The electoral college is for the presidency. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's for the presidency. Um, the additional seats, the House, the Senate, governors, local elections, all of that. That's just straight out. That's just straight out votes. Who won? Who won? Yo, uh, shout out to a girl who won the Senate seat in New York. The Have you seen it? Like the young uh, Latin American woman. Mm-hmm. I can't think her name right now. Pardon me for not knowing her name. But she came out. She did an article and she was like, she can't even afford to move to D.C. yet because they can't work. Uh, when you get when you become an elected uh, official, you can't work for like the three months leading up to you being like officially in your seat. So she can't work till January when she gets started. So she ain't making no money. She ain't getting no. So she was like, I can't afford to get an apartment in D.C. and move from New York to D.C. right now. Uh, fam, like like in real life, there ain't no company out there that can sponsor her. So she was like, she was like, it's being worked out. I'm sure some people are going to because this isn't uncommon. Like a lot of people, when they first move to D.C. after being elected, they room up together. Like you get mad roommates and like senates from like Delaware room up with a nigga from Michigan or some shit because most people can't afford that shit. This is why I know that this shit is different than this presents to us. Like if this was like really important, like why they got to pay for anything? Yeah. Yeah. How come that's not like a government fo- footed bill where, hey, fam, go down to the yeah. local Holiday Inn and the three and months you of stay this, there. And guess what? I, I, you would think, Holiday right? Inn gets an extra tax credit for this amount of money. You so no think. no money exchanges hands. No one's losing think. anything. Like, come on, fam. Like, These this, elected officials now, trying to that, figure out where they're going to live for three months. It's not that difficult, man. Uh, so, yeah, the election happened, man. Michigan showed up and showed out. Shout out to Shout us. out to uh, Dennis Hoff. You know who that is? Who is Dennis Hoff? Dude uh, on the Bunny Ranch in Las Vegas. Who recently passed. Yeah, he died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rest in peace to my nigga. But he won the election. Did he? I after, remember that he was, yeah, so posthumous. his death. He won a posthumous election. Shout two out weeks, to my nigga. Two weeks later, niggas yeah. still voted for the dead man. Hey, but you know what, though? If anybody was going to run Vegas, I put my trust <laughs> in that nigga's hands. Like, fam, how you vote for a dead man? Hey, man, because he ran the bunny ranch. Like, did y'all, did, did y'all not know that nigga died? Prostitutes is tooting, nigga. He ran that bunny <laughs> ranch, nigga. Tootin'. Nigga, I get confused fooling, nigga. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we had that. Um, on a more serious note, uh, we had the black security guard in Illinois who was killed a couple days ago. Uh, so, if you have not heard, very tragic uh, murder that happened in Illinois. I'm not going to call it an incident or an accident. Uh, Jamel Robertson or Roberson, uh, who was a security guard at this bar in Illinois. Uh, he had told some people, him and the other security told a few people who were arguing they needed to leave the club or the bar. One of the guys who left came back shooting. Jamel Roberson got his piece and uh, confronted my man. He got him down. He got him on the ground, had his knee in his back. They called the police, and he got the heat on my man, and he like, we're going to wait here to the police get here. Cool. Police show up on the scene. Some people outside said they were shooting in the bar. Police went in there, saw Jamel Roberson with a gun, didn't ask shit, didn't say, hey, put your gun up, didn't make sure he was the shooter or not. They did not know he was security. They just walked in there, saw him with a gun, and shot him, killed him. 
26. Ironic part of it, his family and his church people say, because he was in a band at church, they said he was training or preparing to go to training to become a police officer because that's what he wanted to do. That's why he was a security guard. Killed an innocent man who was literally doing his job. I mean, from my understanding, he had a, a hat that said security, security. on it. Yep. And um, from the articles that I read, when the police pulled up, they was attempting to tell them that he was security. Yeah. And he had his knee in his back with the gun on him like, hey, yep. fam, you know, stay down. Yeah. Um, he literally was doing his job. You detain a shooter who's shooting. He was a fucking hero, dog. Rest in peace to him. 26, bro. I just want to, I'm just trying, I'm just trying to wait. To see if they bring out the the law book 2.0. Mm. Like, because that's clearly, they clearly judge police officers under a different law book. Let me have did that. Because if I pull up somewhere, don't know the situation, and just start mm-hmm. shooting, mm-hmm. like I go to jail. Minimum. For a civilian, that's a manslaughter charge. Like I mean, like minimum off, off rip, like yeah, that yeah. night. Like oh yeah, you're going to prison that night. Like I'm gonna be in the county until they figure out what they'll do with me. But yeah. like what? But it's the same as uh, Botham Jean down in Dallas, who was killed by a police officer in his crib. Like if I if I so we leave out here, right? Uh huh. We going downstairs, and I'm getting in my car, and nigga across from me, he going for his hairbrush. Yep. And like I, oh shit, is that a gun? And I shoot him. Yep. Like I'm going to jail, regardless of what I thought. Yep. So ain't no going home that night. Ain't no. So I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna do a Google search. Yeah. For like the 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 law book 2.0, the one that the police got that they got because they clearly they have a different different set of rules. Yeah, they clearly have. It has to be right. Who polices the police, man? Nobody. That's that's the fucked up part about the majority of these cases. Nobody polices the police. Um, so rest in peace to uh, Jamel Roberson, twenty six years old man. He you just think black to people do should be police job. officers? Do I think we should? So I'm very I torn on with that. that. I, I'm torn on that because on one hand, I think fuck no, fuck the police, fuck twelve, we not fucking with them. On one hand, on the other hand, I feel like if we don't see our faces in these communities and trying to be like better. Because I, I, in my mind, I feel like black people would make better police officers in black neighborhoods. We know these people. We speak this language. We look familiar. We look less threatening, I would assume, uh, even in a police uniform. But then I think it's dangerous for us, too, because it's a lot of black folk that hate You think police. there should be, like, two police force? A black should, and there a white? Be, should there be a black division of police? I think every police force in every community that's predominantly black. So if you're a police officer for the Detroit police, Detroit is a predominantly black city, even with the gentrification. Be blackest city in the yeah. country still. If you're a police officer on the Detroit police, I feel like they should have a separate, within the Detroit Police Department, a separate task. Hey, here are your neighborhoods. All you folks that work in these condo areas downtown and all the fancy rebuilt shit, y'all can be whatever. But when we sending you to East Chalmers. I know this sounds fucked up, but if you white, you need to ride out with a black cop. Yeah. Man, two, <laughs> this sounds wild. Two white cops, y'all can't roll together. Sorry. I respect that. Sorry. But you know what I what I fear, too? I mean, that's like, it is some fucked up shit to say. No, but it's that's where we at right now, that we have to present all fucking ideas. It can't just be uh, fucking the bottom book shit no more, man. And I, I, I say it, it sounds fucked up 
but when you look at a different situation, you go to the airport and they yep. got to pat you down. Yeah. Uh, the men pat down who? Men the pat men. down men. And when the, the women, women got to be patted down, they bring in a woman. Same thing at the hospital. And the reason they do that, because they don't, because technically a man should be able to pat down a woman, yeah. but they just going to assume just to make everything okay. Yep. Cause like, what if I got offended? I worked there. Like, are you trying to call me a sexual deviant? You think I'm gonna try to harass? No, fam. Just to make everything okay you know on the surface, doing. to make the customer feel more comfortable. They're making the woman more comfortable. You so just how about it. you make the community feel more comfortable and tag any white officer with a black with officer. a black officer? You would think, right? But not, not saying that's not an indictment on the officer, mm-mm. but to make the people in the in the community feel more safe. Hey, fam. I know his family or hey fam, I went to the school he went to. Let me go talk to them real quick. Yeah. And hey, why don't you come with me so you can hear how I'm communicating with them? Um, yeah, I don't know, dog. Like I don't it's it's fucked up because you can say like, oh, increased training, but every single police department across the country, folks train differently. You know what I'm saying? This ain't like one standard training manual that all the police read. Like, fam, there's nothing I can train you. I mean, there is no training in. That can that will say when I pull up on the scene, I should I'm start shooting, shooting within I'm three shooting. seconds. Like, no, that's not a training shit. That's some shit that you did because you wanted to do. They did it because they fear us, bro. And it's it's fucked up because I don't personally understand the fear of black skin. Like, it's the immediate fear. We 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 do television reviews. We yeah. do movie reviews. Yeah. Oh, we understand the fear perfectly fine. Yeah. Well, we know what they putting us out there because as, but I'm like. It. A lot of white people, mm-hmm. Metro Detroit being, I mean, where we grew up is different because yeah, yeah. we're predominantly black. Yeah, they don't come in contact with a lot of black people. Yeah. Maybe at work, but you don't yeah. know them people at work. Yeah. Like, you know, day to day, like my one of my homeboys moved to like Iowa or some shit. And mm-hmm. it's like 92% white. White as fuck in Iowa. I was out in Iowa recently. You know what I'm saying? Like, fam, the other 8% is everybody else. Yeah. So let's think about how many, like, so they don't come into contact with black folks. They don't yeah. know about your culture. What they learn about your culture is what they hear on rap, from from music, and from television, which is why I never understood why people used to get so mad about, uh, like, you can't put this in your music, you can't put this in music. Be like, fam, it's only TV. Yeah. Well, it's not only TV and only music to certain people. Yeah. Like, you are a representative, even though you don't, tr- you didn't start out to be some role model or some shit like that, right? Yeah. People looking, this is the only representation of quote unquote us that we got to a lot of people, and it's fucked up because um, you know you could you could put better representations of us on TV. I mean, you can go all the way. Who we had as a black officer? We had the in the heat of the night cast was black cops. Carl Winslow. Uh, we had the whole Fresh Prince. I still think is one of the best sitcoms ever, strictly because of how well they portrayed the black family. Like Fresh Prince doesn't get brought up enough when folks are talking about like. The Cosby Show and like oh it show I get where the Cosby Show was innovative in that, but Fresh Prince did a great job at it too, showing a, a successful black family, a wealthy household, smart mother father. It was a lot of different and it was a blended family with Will being a nephew, but it was like there there have been examples throughout time in TV and film. We just had Black Panther, fam Iowa, yeah. Who is not even the whitest not whitest state? No, is ninety two point nine percent white. Yeah, no, we not out. There. Vermont is ninety six point two percent white. Ninety six niggas ain't in Vermont. It's, that, Vermont is more white than Detroit is black. Mm-hmm. So ninety six point two percent of white people. 
Dog, they don't. They've never. I I bet a good percentage of them ain't never in in their real life Nigga, saw a black person. Of that ninety six point two percent, ninety six point two percent of ninety five percent of the motherfuckers have never seen a black person. They fear you and because all they know about you is that. The fucked up part, though. Imagine being the black person. You're the one black kid at the school or the one black person so that works pressure. at that office. You have a lot of pressure, but you always the the pressure is to conform. And be what they expect you to be and be what they feel safe around. You remember we were talking about we need to stop making the white folks comfortable. But shit, when 96% of the motherfuckers here is white, I don't know what else to do but try to make them comfortable. Because if I make them uncomfortable, they're going to shoot my black ass. Man, something It's fucked get. up, dog, man. The demographics and... and to the honorable um, Louis Farrakhan, what he yeah. said is like, it's a fear because you know... What we've done to you, uh-huh. and if you ever gain power, we fear that you're gonna do what we did to you to us. Mm-hmm. So that's that level of yeah. It's nigga, uh, Planet of the Apes. Yeah, it's literally Planet of the Apes. That's the fear. We've been abusing y'all, treating y'all dirty, using y'all as fucking uh, scientific research and lab rats and shit. And if y'all niggas come in power, we are afraid. I think uh, was it Dick Gregory said white folks ain't gonna never get rid of. Um, white mice, monkeys, and black people, because that's what they experiment on. That's a fact. Rest in peace, my nigga Dick Gregory, too, man. But uh, yeah, man. So rest in peace to uh to that young man in Illinois, yo. And hopefully, hopefully, we get some justice there. Speaking of that case, real quick, uh, with Botham Jean, I just read an update today because I've actually been since September been mm-hmm. googling every week trying to see if we got an update. So uh, Dallas just got a newly elected. I can't remember the title, um, attorney general or something like that. I don't know. Newly elected prosecutor. Uh, and they were like, you know, the former prosecutor who just got voted out, she was a black Republican and people, a lot of folks didn't like her. They wasn't fans. This new dude who's coming in said, uh, in a press conference yesterday that if nothing's like happened between now and when he takes his seat next year, top of 2019, He's going to probably charge her with murder. Like right now, they sitting on a manslaughter charge. But he was like, as long as they don't make any breaks in the case and like they don't like get the proceedings started, which they probably won't. He was like, yeah, I'm going to take a look at the information. He was like, but I think there's enough there to make a murder charge. So hopefully we get her in fucking prison for what she did, man. But uh, that's that. What else we had going on? Rest in peace to my nigga Stan Lee. Mm. Motherfucking legend, dog. Yeah, you know, I saw... A lot of uh, Stan Lee love on my timeline, mm-hmm. and um, I got a lot of Stan Lee love mm-hmm. for him. You know, I, my father had us in the comic books. Love it. I can draw. You know yeah. what I'm saying. So when I was a kid, I used to get all the comic books so I can draw the pictures and you know Spider Man, the Punisher, and X Men and shit like that. Yeah. But more importantly, um, it was pointed out to me possibly by Dick Gregory, mm-hmm. um, one of them. I forget where I found it at, but I got a lot of respects for Stan Lee um, and his creation of the X-Men mm-hmm. and the time that he created the X-Men yep. in the 60s during the Civil Rights Movement mm-hmm. and how he conveniently uh, created Malcolm X and Martin Luther King inside of Magneto and Professor X. Yep, And he, he gave the black struggle a cartoon face and had white people like, damn, why don't they just let the mutants live why don't you let the niggas live? Man. Because that's what we man. were saying. Magneto was Malcolm. Yep. 
by any means necessary. Any means necessary. We're going if they out put there. Your, if you, they put your hands on you, you wipe them out the face of the planet. Yep. Professor Xavier was Martin. I want to. Oh, he was about integration. Peaceful. Let's separatist integration. And he did black that children, so, white children playing together. He did that so clever, and he got people across the country. So listen, that might have had an impact on how people really acted. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know because I mean I look clearly yeah. I wasn't you know what I'm saying but yeah. just thinking back like I wouldn't in your subconscious once you see a, a situation and you can yeah. empathize with that via in this little comic book or whatever and then you present it with that shit in real life maybe in the back of your mind yeah that activated so I got mad love for him for doing that man, man Stanley was a damn visionary bro he was he was and he put Obama on the cover of uh uh, <laughs> listen. Let me show you this shit. Uh, Obama is on the fucking cover of uh, um. It was a, a comic with uh Ali was technically on the cover. Okay. But the nigga in the crowd is an exact match of Obama. Oh shit! Like on some time traveling shit. Yeah. I'm about to find it. For and you. I mean, Stan Lee gave me and you our first this weekend culture podcast, bro. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like this is a personal fucking relationship yo the very first podcast we ever did was reviewing black panther and stan lee created that with his brothers um they got together and created black panther along with a host of other uh comics spider-man came from that as well um and a few others man so i don't know man it's like you know he was 95 so it's not shocking when you live 95 years you passing is not you know an anomaly but Side note, it was on, uh, and I take that back because it was definitely not a. It was Muhammad Ali was on the cover fighting Superman, and that mm. was not Stanley. <laughs> <laughs> but nigga, fucking rest in peace, Stanley. Anyway, yeah. man, because he's still a visionary, uh, and he probably inspired the nigga who did make that shape. But yeah, nigga, Superman, that, we in a whole nother goddamn <laughs> we the whole comic world, universe, <laughs> um, shit, man. So yeah, dog. Uh, let me see anything else, anything else. Oh, oh, girl, oh, girl, that said the date shit. <laughs> pull that up, man. <laughs> um, Jay is about to pull out the most ridiculous clip of the week. And, uh, Up on game real quick, ladies. Don't let these niggas play, y'all. Don't let these niggas tell you he gonna take you on a date, and then when it's time to pay, nigga wanna pull out a fucking credit card like like he a broke-ass nigga. Don't take me on no date if you don't got your own cash, if you don't got your own debit card. Don't take me on no fucking date. That ain't taking me on no date, pulling out your fucking credit card. You taking me on a date with the fucking government because you paying the damn government back but taking me on a damn date. So that means you ain't never take me on a date, so that means you owe me another fucking date nigga let me put y'all up on game oh first of all she did not put y'all up on game let me anybody that felt like they oh, was the put game, up on game the game that she got put up on was like and i'm a fucking idiot yo dog <laughs> she just clowned herself and she went viral for it um ladies i pray that none of y'all really took heed to that and really took that like seriously because you gonna be a lonely motherfucker if you living like that. Old girl ain't getting nowhere in life with no man if she thinking like that. That's just a fact. First of all, and this is something I be thinking just looking at comments on social media all day anyway. First of all, Shorty wasn't even cute enough to be talking about none of this shit she was talking about. You gonna go whatever the fuck date a nigga take you on if a nigga taking your bum ass on a date. Um, second of all, no. Just no, I mean, nigga. like, like 
like I'm I don't even I'm not even gonna entertain how dumb it was. Right? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. But like why the fuck you care how how, how a nigga pay for the shit if you ain't if you ain't paying? And and I know me and Jay got on this last couple weeks, man. And I know we said we was gonna try to stop and all that shit. And I, I know what we told y'all, man. But bitch, did you eat? <laughs> bitch, did you see the movie? Because if you ate and you seen the movie, then why the fuck is you concerned? Unless I was swiping and my shit came back flagged, and now we going to jail. Then bitch, sit down. Don't worry about what the fuck I'm pulling out my wallet, dog. So when did black people start shaming being poor? Like, we ain't been poor for oh, a long time. Oh, man. Um, because, like, it's an epidemic right Once now. you're rich and you get on, mm-hmm. you want to tell everybody your fucking struggle. Yep. And how yep. you had it so rough when you grew up. And mm-hmm. I overcame all it. But, like, why you currently poor? Because, guess what? All y'all poor. Yep. Myself included. It's a fact. Um, Don't ask me for shit. Like why? What, like when did this? When did this happen, bro? It's fucked up. Cause I be seeing so many like dog. You have a like wanna out somebody who you see talking shit on like social media or whatever, but they kind of cool. Like they might not be your best friend and no shit like that, but they kind of your people. So yeah. you don't want you don't want to blaze them. But it's like, fam, I know you're broke. What the fuck is you on here back and forth and with a nigga about money for? When I know you broke, nigga. Like, yo, I it's a few things. Just don't talk to me if you ain't. Don't talk to me about being broke. Don't clown niggas about not having nothing. Don't, cause none of us have shit. Fam, like, like, like in real life, like just take a look at the, the st- statistics. Like, mm-hmm. fam, as a whole, first off, most of the country's poor. Facts. It's not even a black thing. Facts. Like most of people are fucking poor. Go look at the the average household medium in the Metro Detroit area in Michigan. It's like sixty thousand or some shit Facts. for Michigan, right? So if that's the median, like fam, we be having so many expect, which is great for this movie yeah. here. Yeah, because Whoa. it was a part of one of her lists. We always got a good lead in that's unexpected. Yeah, but like we just be so unrealistic with the actual expectations. Of where you live at and what your current situation is. Yeah. Where do you think you're going to find a, a group of niggas making well over six figures when the average income for your entire state is nowhere near that? Yo. Why do you think the cream of the crap just going to be happy? Like, let's just be real. I, I, I've i told this to her. Uh, she, it's one of my closest friends. She like my little sis. I ain't going to out her name, no. Um, But I've told her that she makes... She doesn't live here anymore. Uh, she moved out of state. But... She ironically similar to Tika Sumter's character in Nobody's Fool, which we're gonna get started on in a minute. She's an advertising bigwig, right? Like she up there in the ranks. She makes a good amount of money. She set herself up for a really nice life. And it's a girl from the east side of Detroit. You feel me? So I respect where you come from. Cause I know where you come from. But I've told her when it comes to dating, fam, the majority of the people in the Metro Detroit area don't have any money. Not the men, not the the people, not black, not white. The people don't have any money. You're at the top of that percentage. You're in that. You, I ain't gonna say she's in the one percentile, but you're in that upper echelon she, of. She, according to um, the United States, she's middle yeah. class. You're middle you're, class you're really up, middle class. Middle class yeah. goes up to two hundred and seventy-five thousand. Yeah. You're middle class for real. For us. I, I would yeah. gladly take that two hundred seventy five thousand dollars minimum. And class. I told her, like, bro, there are some things that you may 
you might got to bend on. That nigga might not make as much as you because you are in a... We know the stats on black women in education and uh, black women in the workplace and the shit that they're doing. Black women getting it in. Shout out to y'all. Um, shout out to Jill Scott one more time for being black second dick. But black men got some work to do. We do, but this is known. Black people got some work to do. This is known. And we working. People... People, human beings, Americans have some work to do, and we working. You cannot expect in a city as poor as Detroit. To, but it's just like it's like the combo we had on here a few weeks ago about buffs. Like, yo, these is fun. there are like forty pair of buffs in the whole world, <laughs> but fifty two of them is in Detroit. And I don't understand the math, nigga. But you niggas is so rich. Shout out to Lens Crafters. I got an eye exam this week, and they had a whole. Uh, this nigga shouted out Lens Crafters. Hey, look, <laughs> I went to Lens. I got my fucking eye exam and shit. I'm looking through glasses, and they got this whole Cartier mm-hmm. section. They got the buffs, and they got the. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, oh. This the one on Woodward. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Okay, I'm like, okay, yeah. Like, oh, this the nigga section. Cause like, <laughs> like this, like this is it's only here because us. of where it's like, no, this is only here for one specific purpose. Speaking of lens crafters, so it's lens crafters in Somerset now, but back in the day, it didn't used to be lens crafters. It was DLC. Mm-hmm. That's where I bought my first pair of Cardis when I was in 11th grade, and I went in there and bought some wires uh, and got a prescription in them and no tent because I'm a real nigga. I'm about to give me some wires um, now. Fuck that. Yeah, I want some wires too and maybe a pair of woods. But anyway, yo, niggas is broke. Stop shaming motherfuckers for being broke when you probably broke too. Well, guess what? It's not that niggas is broke. Well, because some niggas are. Yeah. But, like, some niggas are living regular, comfortable-ass lives. That's a fact. Like, you know what I'm saying? Got your, you got your house where you live at. You got, mm-hmm. your, got your car. You pay your car insurance. You go yep. eat when you want to eat. You yep. go on vacations once or twice a year. Like, you just living your regular-ass yeah. life. I just can't afford to live this life twice. Mm. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like, and I, that is difficult. I can afford. It's difficult. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, because the expectation is for me to continue to live my whole life. Yeah. I'm an adult. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, if I get with a woman, like, yeah. clearly, I can pay for my own home, my car, yeah. my everything like that. So, if you moved in with me, guess what? I can still pay for it because I had it before home. you. Yeah, facts. But when you add in this extra person, now I'm taking on more hey. and more. And then now you want to get a bigger house. You da 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 Right? Like, <laughs> it's not that this person is more like, now you just want to live a different lifestyle. Yeah. That's not conducive to the state that you're, the actual Nigga. state that you're living in. I'm going I'm to just say this, yo. Ladies, we love y'all to death. I swear we do. And, you know, if you know me, if me you too. haven't dated me. Oh, facts. Facts. We respect everybody, man. Um, If you know me, if you haven't dated me, you ain't never had no problem eating. You ain't never had no problem going nowhere. I ain't never been. Even when I was broke. And, and nobody knew, nigga. I'm going to get it. I'm going to always get it. I'm going to hustle for mine. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to get it in. Uh, but in general, dog, men, we have it fucking hard, dog. And women are so harsh in their expectations sometimes. Like, yo, it is not reasonable to expect a man to earn more than the median income of the city that he lives in. You know what's also hard? Goddamn. And um, I don't think women take this into consideration. And we're going directly into the movie after mm-hmm. this. And it kind of plays a part. Uh, because on The Breakfast Club, yeah, Tika Sumter mentioned about stigma about women dating multiple people, men yeah. dating multiple people. If you a man mm-hmm. dating multiple people. Shit. If you ain't. Like, maybe he took you to Applebee's because you the third date this week. Hey. 
Hey. Because in say, let's just say you got that two hundred dollar date shit in your mind, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I did that on Monday with a young lady. Yeah. And then Tuesday, that two fifty went down to seventy five. Facts. And then on Friday, uh, two for twenty. I don't know. Hey, you know nigga, what I'm saying? Like maybe if if you, you date might more be last on the on the date money, bro. If the man, yeah, is paying for the date, yeah, and he wants to court you, right? And I don't know which one of y'all I'm on a date yet. Yeah, I'm we courting. There's no sexual shit going on. Yeah. We just we. But every time I, if every time I gotta see you, it costs me money. Yeah. Either I'm gonna stop seeing you. <laughs> like if for, that's what niggas like. Why I took him out on three dates? He acting like he want to move to the da da da. Like man. because like fam, it costed fam. him. It costed him too much money. Look, man. Uh, again, I'm a nigga who eats, so I know a lot of dope, like expensive restaurants. I know a lot of dope, cheap restaurant and anything in between. But you can get to know me over a motherfucking filet mignon. Just as well as you can get to know me over a potato skin. Nigga. Fam, I'm, I don't eat a lot of shit. Dip dog. that bitch in some. I sour eat cream. the same shit. I don't eat meat a lot. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Pause. Hey. Like I get some chicken every once in a while, but for Facts. the most part, I be on some. Like so, wherever the fuck I go, yeah, I'm gonna be That's eating the same going, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, like I don't fucking care. Yeah, no, it's funny. Uh, one of my homeboys, dog, he like for life. I've known this nigga for the longest time. This nigga is a chicken finger eating ass nigga. That's just <laughs> what he like. That's what he like. He don't want to go to wherever the fuck you trying to go on this expensive ass day. Because if they don't got no chicken fingers, not he mad. <laughs> that nigga in there eating biscuits, and it ain't because he broke. The nigga got dough. But fan, he just wanted some chicken fingers. So, look, if you're going to date me, this is what I'm going to say. Because I, I posted this on Facebook like 43 times uh, in life before, and I'm going to continue to repost it. If you too good for Red Lob, you too good for me, nigga. Because I need a girl who want to go to Joe Muir, but who cool with going to the Red Lobster, bitch. It's shrimp I fast. I like, what y'all eat every day? Fuck. What do y'all eat every single day? Yo, it's funny. Uh, my homeboy was dating this girl this a couple years ago. And um, he hit me up after they first date, and he told me that I went to Jay Alexander's. And he was like, yeah, dog. He was like, um, we set up My a second. My favorite restaurant, by the way. I hate Jay Alexander's. I you love know, it. I, I love it. Shout out to the homie that work up there, though, uh, at the bar that still be hooking me up, even though she married. Now that's my nigga. Um, we used to fuck. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh, shit, I might be in trouble. I might have just blasted a lot of shit. <laughs> hey, my bad. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, so he was like, we went to Jay Alexander's on the first date and I was like, oh, okay, cool. He was like, yeah, it cost him a little ticket. Like she was ordering and I was like, you know, whatever. I was like, y'all going on the second date? He was like, yeah, she want to go to Ocean Prime. And I'm, I was I'm like, a, I'm gonna chill at JL. So chill. I'm like, okay, she want to hit you with Ocean Prime. I was like, bro, it sounds like she trying to take you. And he was like, nigga, shit. I mean, she said like these are her favorite restaurants. I was like, fam, I'm gonna tell you the last time I seen her, and this was real talk. I was not lying to my nigga. I was like, bro, I ran into her and her girls at Tubby's. <laughs> and this was a fact, nigga. They was at the Tubbies in Berkeley, nigga, on fucking Coolidge. Hey man, I got a lot of shit I like, but I don't do it. Bro. Jay Alexander is legit my favorite restaurant. You don't go every day, do you? Not every day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause, I'm give a fuck. Yo, and my thing, yo, ladies, man, all right, we about to get into it. But ladies, because <laughs> this should be pissing me off. Like, yo, every time we fucking go on a date, it don't always got to be a sit-down, food, fancy restaurant type deal. Like, yo, if we want to go just life, grab a quick bite. In real life, if I go out to eat with you, like, it's yeah. not about the, 
Well, listen. Sometimes it's about the food because yeah. I really be wanting to eat something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want when I go here, I want you with me. I want to share this with you. But in in, re- in reality, I just really be wanting to spend some time with you. Facts. And get the chance to talk to you. And yo, I get it, man. We're in the season. It snowed like three different flurries today. We in the seasons where if y'all not going to the crib and Netflix and chilling. You're going to go to you got to go on dates that are involving like indoors and you can't walk around a park right now. Ain't no walking the river walk. None of that shit. You might go ice skating later this winter. But once you do that at Campus Marshes, now you got to go eat at park or Central Kitchen. If you don't bring your ass over here and I make these damn tacos and you shut the fuck up. Facts. Facts. If you do know me in real life, I will eat a fucking nacho and a taco any fucking day. First of all, nigga. (laughs) Come on. This chick, I had just got her number. Swear to God, nigga. She was like this few years ago called her we on the phone i'm like what you doing she was like oh i'm just starting dinner i'm like oh what you cooking she was like oh i'm about to make some tacos real quick for me and my daughter fam i literally was like oh shit like i know we just met i literally just got your number but i was like i was like would you mind <laughs> i was like what are the chances that you would let a nigga pull up what time is the what a time is young lady going to bed i was like yo uh, i want to pull up i was nigga. like fam uh my favorite color is marigold and gray i was like my favorite movies is home alone and goodfellas and like Payton i get <laughs> like, I get it. Girls be like, niggas be trying to get you to the crib because they trying to do the whole little. I get quit it. making tacos. But like, I, I get it. But like, on if I'm not if if it's not like a if I'm not out on a yeah. date, whatever. Like I'm probably yeah. eating at the crib. Yo, man. when did <laughs> when did hanging out at the crib get such a bad rap? I like, yo. Now, granted, I'm not bringing a bunch of randoms to my house. Now, fact number one, and I think that's what a lot of people. That's where some of the stigma comes. Somebody broke the rules. Somebody fucked this up for us. Did you just can't be bringing everybody to your house. Yo, I like to cook. Last night, I made a bomb red curry Thai shrimp dish. But, oh, you cook, cook. Oh, I really like to cook, bro. Um, And then I cook that, but it's like, yo, I don't want to be like, yo, I'm cooking right now. Like, you want to pull up? And she think I'm trying to smit it ass. She's like, damn, I might just enjoy cooking. Now we got to go pay for a cooking class because you won't pull up to the crib because you think it's taboo, man. That's crazy. And All so right, man, on that, because we really just about to do that for the next hour and a half. We just going <laughs> to add it. Uh, we going to connect it to the movie. So... Uh, Tyler Perry's Nobody's Fool. I'm going to give y'all the synopsis because, and it's funny reading the synopsis, this shit sounds like three different movies in one. So after serving five years in prison, a wild child, Tanya, looks to her buttoned up, excuse me, buttoned up by the book sister Danica, Danica, if you've seen the movie, to help her get back on her feet. The feisty ex-con becomes suspicious and concerned when Danica tells her that she's in a long-distance online relationship. Time out. Fam, she not the star of this fucking movie. Nigga, we gonna get to it. Hold on, let me finish the synopsis, bro. Oh, shit. The feisty ex-con becomes suspicious and concerned when Danica tells her she's in a long-distance online relationship with a mysterious man she's never seen. We gonna touch on that. As the polar opposites start to collide, Tanya soon discovers that her sibling's picture-perfect life may not be what it seems. Now, Jay saw the movie this morning. I saw the movie about two weeks ago. After reading that synopsis and having seen the movie, we're about to confidently tell you that's not what this fucking movie is about, nigga. At all. And some of that shit didn't even fucking happen. Some of that she shit, never dog. told her sister that she was on a dog. Like that didn't even dog. fucking happen. That movie was so goddamn not what so I went into the movie and I told Jay last week when I was telling me he should go see it. I was like, fam, from the previews and from the interview uh Tika Sumter and Omari did on Breakfast Club, 
from everything I heard and read, I didn't know what this movie was about. This movie was actually better than what their the interview was. 100%. Um, and a lot of people told me this movie was too, it was stupid, it was terrible. I didn't think it was that bad. It's a pretty For, good movie. And it was a Tyler Perry movie. First of all, let's get into that right there. Reason number one, I didn't think it was that bad. It didn't feel like a Tyler Perry movie. So I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, this is my thing with Tyler Perry. All right. Um, I think deep down in his heart of hearts, that uh, he's a woman. Tyler Perry hates black women. Mm. Um, and I think, I think he hates black men. I think he hates black women because he loves black men. If you understand what I mean. I hear you. Um, and I think he goes out his way to portray black women. Um, and I guess, quote unquote, cisgender male a certain way because of his own interpersonal stuff that he got. Yeah. Um, and I 100% hated, hated how he did uh, Tiffany Haddish character in this movie starting off. Well, off rip. I hated it. Like I, it was offensive to me. Like I literally was sitting there with a stank face. Yeah. Um. So let's let's talk about Tiffany Haddish for a minute, because y'all heard the synopsis, and now we're about to through all the Medias, through all the, everything. Yep. It's always like it, I don't like how he portrays the black man because he hates that he is one. Um. In my opinion, we're about to do a quick deep dive because we're gonna get back to the movie. We can. It wasn't. This wasn't Schindler's List, my niggas. Um. Though that came up in the movie. Facts, unnecessarily. By the way, a lot of unnecessary um, shit. A lot of unnecessary shit. Honestly, Tiffany Haddish, love you, my nigga. She was also an unnecessary character. She ain't need to be in this movie. They could have did this movie with the assistant, Whoopi Goldberg, Omari Harbert, Tika Sumter. Well, I, she could have been in this movie. They had to turn the ghetto, ghetto ratchetness meter from ninety nine point nine 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 that it was yeah. on. Turn that shit down to about twenty three, dog. All so right, like, so, I, so so you know how the the, the quote unquote normal person acts, right? Facts. Give me like the um, what's old girl from Steve Harvey? Lovita Alize Jenkins. No, not yeah. that one. Uh, uh, Raquel. Raquel Wendy Robinson. Give me that level of ghetto. Okay, that would every other role after Steve Harvey show. Yeah. She was cool on Steve Harvey, yeah. and then after that, she turned into uh, Malik Mama from yeah. the game and shit. Yeah, a little bit of Malik Mama. Yeah. on on in that movie. Would have worked work. perfectly. Yeah. And no. on and, and for halfway through the movie, she got to that. Yeah. And they, it started becoming funny. They tamed it, but it started out as and it set the scene for what me and Jay were just discussing before we hit record, the black exploitation of Tiffany Haddish. Fam, you go pick your sister up from from, from prison, first yeah. off, which is wild. Yeah. That she getting out get on from prison and shit. Yeah. And the first thing you do like, is was, see her. Hold up, before you, before you even say what she was doing, after seeing the movie, why was her character coming out of prison necessary? Why was that necessary? She could have been the hood sister who the mama was just like, yo, you can't leave her no more. You grown. Go move in with your sister. Try to get a better life. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And she never had to be in prison. I get she did not have to be in prison. Never had to be in prison. She could have because she had a drug problem yep. in the movie. Could have been well, in previous, yeah, yeah, previous yeah. in the movie. It could have just been my sister... Who is recovering yep. but still rough around the edges is coming to live with me because my mama put her out. But nope, she had to come out of prison. She had to come out of prison. Had to come out of prison. Now, what was she doing when now, she the, came to pick her up? The movie starts off when you pick her up. She in a, a white Bronco, smoked out, getting fucked from behind yep. 
being extra ghetto and extra yep. loud. Yep. Like, damn, man, stop doing that to that woman, it man. Was so fucking and like, all right, I was literally disgusted. Like the first time she appears on screen. She been extra ghetto getting fucked in yeah. the back of a vehicle while it's smoke everywhere. In the back of a white Bronco. Like, bro, from a nigga she just met in the parking lot. From an African, because that was uh, what's Michael his name? Blackson. Michael Blackson was that. Who like, literally, bro. you could not see his face. By yeah, the way. no. <laughs> Yo. I, I, did, I would not have known it was him if his name was not in the credits. I don't know if you just heard your accent. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga said you could not see it. <laughs> but. <laughs> That was an accident by accident, my best I just did it again. I didn't know. I didn't oh, know I was sh- doing that. This <laughs> bitch nigga in the back of a white Bronco. Uh, so Michael Blackson is fucking Tiffany Haddish's character in a white Bronco in the back. She ain't been out of jail five minutes. She in the back of the truck getting fucked. So in one scene, we have already. Well, first, I think her like her legs was in there. Yeah, sky yeah, yeah. Or some and shit. then she then like, they, turned then they, me over. Then yeah. they turned her, and you literally see him yeah, hitting her he from the her. back. Like, no, why is this in this no, movie, man? This has zero purpose, bro. Zero purpose. And um, I was, I was, I was disgusted. I'm like, oh, this. But I'm about to listen. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm here with a tight face. Yeah. So they made so how successful and like pristine and and classy as they made Tiffany or Tika Sumter's character in the movie. They literally pushed. Tiffany Haddish's character to the opposite end of that spectrum, and I hated it, bro. I hate the black exploitation of Tiffany Haddish, and the fucked up part is that her entire career has been this. And guess what? I like Tiffany Haddish, her story, right? I love it. I love it. First time I heard her on Breakfast Club talk, I literally cried. I was like, God damn. How they have portrayed her in... Everything has made me like start disliking her, or me having conversations and arguments against her. And it's not what is it is your fault to extent because you don't have to accept these. You don't got to accept bro. certain shit. You don't, like you don't have you to. Don't. You don't have to be the old. You don't got to yeah. be typecast as the over overly. You you Levita Jenkins two point dog. But you're Levita Jenkins two point on such a bigger platform. Like Steve Harvey show ain't got nothing on these wide release ass thirty forty million dollar movies that she's in. Um. It was it was it was awful to watch. When she man. was on Carmichael's show, that's the only that's the only respectable hood role I think she's taken because it was tame. They kept her. She wasn't dumb. Yeah, they make her the dumb hood, ghetto, ratchet, nasty black girl, and everything else she's been in post Carmichael's show. I hate that shit. I hate what they're doing to her Fam. because people are going to start thinking this is Tiffany Haddish. I took my phone out and wrote this shit while this happened. Tiffany Haddish first scene was horrible. Some things I can't do for money. Like that, yeah. I, I stopped watching the yeah. movie, took my phone out, yeah. and typed that shit. Yeah, if you seen the movie already, if you're planning on going to see the movie, literally the very first time that we see Tiffany Haddish on the screen, honestly, and I don't use this word that often, but it's disgusting. It is. Like it's disgusting. As a black person, I was disgusted. With Knowing that. that the black woman is the, our most precious commodity. Black woman is God. And I don't like how they are doing her. Nah, we, we fucking her from the back in the truck five minutes after she get out of jail. Um. Yeah, I, and then the shit she was saying during the scene was just—it was disgusting. Like, like, fam. And like, all right, what white person wrote all these these the the quote unquote cliche nigga nigga jokes? But that's the thing. I don't even know if it, Tyler Perry. Let's talk, bro. Let's talk. Um, Tyler Perry. You know that the majority of your audience, the majority of your fans, <laughs> black women. are black women. I've now I've had my my 
share of criticisms for Tyler Perry because of how he portrays black men. We're abusers. We're alcoholics. We're even when successful, we have flaws that are just so stereotypical. It's like, God damn, Tyler, do you fuck with us at all? But this is the first time where I literally was disgusted at his portrayal of a black woman, bro. Like, don't ever have no no black one, especially someone who comes from the background that Tiffany Haddish has told us numerous times she come from. Now, I know she's a grown woman. She didn't have to accept that role or accept uh, the uh, stereotypes that were included in the role. But, nigga, don't you ever write up no role for nobody as dope as Tiffany Haddish that comes from that background who has such a better story to tell than the one you just let her tell. Like, who, like, in real life, like, in my heart of hearts, like, you, get, I get the script. Yeah. I'm I'm two pages in, yeah. and I see what's going on. Yeah. I'm getting that shit back to my agent. Like, I need hey, a rewrite. Fam, go go tell them to get this shit out of here. We need a rewrite on that. You want me to be a part of that? We need a rewrite. And here's the fucked up part. So this was directed by Tyler Perry. Tiffany Haddish was just in a film uh, that was directed by Will Packer uh, with Kevin Hart, Night School, and her role in there similar, but she was a teacher in that in that uh, particular role. So she was smart. But she was still the hood, you know what I'm saying? Like, she still was loud and black and all that shit. And I, I feel like because she was in, you know, this Will Packer film, she was in another Will Packer film when she first came out, Girls Trip, Tyler Perry. Like, you're working with the black directors. These are the black directors that are doing shit right now that are fun movies and they're telling black stories and all that. Boy, but I nigga, love some Ryan Coogler, man. Because, <laughs> bruh, it's somewhere Damn. else you can... and you. I'm still pissed he not directing Creed 2 or didn't direct Creed 2. Yeah, he said he was he was tied up on projects. And I and I get it, but it's just like, damn, now nah, I don't. But he recommended the guy who did do it. Okay, all right. He well, knows the guy it. who did it and where, he recommended him. Where my nigga, uh, where Malcolm Lee at, man? Spike Lee cousin who directed uh 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 The Best Man, Best Man 2. Where Malcolm oh, Lee at? Yeah, that's Spike hmm. Lee little cousin, man. Where's Malcolm Lee at? Where's Spike Lee at? Where's somebody else that yo, cause I love Tiffany Haddish working with these black directors and writers. But damn, like you letting them put you out there like this. Girls trip, the scene when they was on the thing and they How was peeing this? on New Orleans. I didn't watch the girl trip and I didn't watch the Kevin Hart shit because I, I don't want to see that shit, dog. Oh, well, nigga. Girls trip is an hour. So you were did you ever see Think Like a Man 2? No. <laughs> All right. So in Think Like a Man 1, which was about Steve Harvey's yeah, book. Yeah, I saw that part. Think Like a Man 1, Kevin Hart was a side. He was a B character. Yeah. Think Like a Man 2 came out a few years later. Kevin Hart's the biggest star in the world. Because of that, they overused Kevin Hart in a manner that I've never seen a person be over. Like, that nigga didn't go three minutes without saying something in that movie, and it wasn't about him. Was it the one? Did they have Thanksgiving dinner or somebody? No, no, no. They was, at, they was in Vegas in oh, part two. Yeah. Um, but anyway, oh, they, yeah, I did see that they overused it. Dog, Kevin Hart is in every fucking scene. And I'm like, fam, this movie was about a book and was about, like, four couples Kevin Hart's character was not one of the couples. He was like, it was a side thing, dog. You're a B fucking Mike on this show. Look, man. They overused them. They overused Tiffany Haddish and Girls Trip. And then in this movie, they just utilized her her star power to promote it because she's not even the fucking main character in this movie. Things I dislike off the rip was this, was the whole... You getting out of prison thing, right? Yep, facts. I would have... I would have... I thought it would be better if she was getting out of rehab. And not prison, because the, the 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 drug thing kind of fit into the story. Yeah, not her character, but the story, right? Yep. I didn't like that your mama uh, smoked weed and got smoke a weed, bunch so of weed. so weed. Mm -hmm. Like it was, it was literally 
her on the phone spraying down her weed plants inside of her living room or whatever. Like it meant it meant nothing. I'm gonna tell you story. what I didn't like. So their mom is played by Whoopi Goldberg, the legendary Whoopi Goldberg. I'm gonna tell you what I didn't like about her character in addition to the whole weed. Thing. It was like we trying to make everybody black as fuck. That big ass wig. I didn't like that motherfucking wig, nigga. That wig was terrible, dog. Like, she looked why, it like why, why Simba. You can she looked your, like Scar. You can have your dreads. She absolutely can't have her dreads. She like, black and smoke weed. Why would you not have her dreads? Nope, they got her in a goddamn scar from Lion King wig with a motherfucking mane on. And she looked terrible. She looked terrible. They made her look bad. But anyway, um, Tika Sumter's character in the movie is an uber successful advertising exec. She's working on this big account that's supposed to like take her career to the next level. Um, and in the meantime, if you remember from the synopsis we read, she's also in an online relationship, long distance, with a dude she never met. Now, I love this part of the movie because I've been in a lot of the women I've dated over the last, like, what year are we in, 2018? Over the last, like, five, six years have come from online. Like, I met a lot of women, the Gram, Tinder, Facebook, all that. I've been on a lot of dates with women who I never knew before the internet. Yeah. So I, I related to dating somebody online. What I didn't relate to was dating somebody online you ain't never seen. I'm not. I haven't never fuck- seen in live person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they had never FaceTimed. Every time she was, you know, oh, I'm a FaceTime with you or whatever. This nigga said, I'm, I work on a. Offshore oil rig. Yeah, that nigga said he and worked the Wi Fi is down. Yeah, offshore oil rig. The Wi Fi bad. My bad. I can't get no connection. So it sounded like bullshit. It sounded like catfish. Did you know who the person was? Yeah. I, dog from the game. Heard, yeah, as soon as I heard the voice, I knew who the nigga was. The nigga from the game. Nigga, I, Jay, some, I, don't know, I don't know that nigga real name, but dog from the game who was dating Melanie after Derwin uh, during them good seasons. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man. Um, soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, that sounds like my man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he did have a recognizable voice, too. He looked kind of weird, though. I don't know. Maybe because he was no bald with no facial hair. Yeah. That's what it was. Can't fuck with um, We already talked about that. But uh, so, yeah, she's dating this nigga, but she never seen him, man. You ever dated a chick off the internet that you hadn't seen yet? Like, have y'all, like, rapped on the phone before you've seen her, like, FaceTime or something? Or went out with her? Yeah. Facebook. Yeah. But, like, it's so it's so interesting now. Yeah. Cause like you may not know the person, yeah. but you got like friends in common. That's what I look so for. So it's like I don't know you, yeah. but like I know that you like so yes. I know you're a real yes. person. Yeah. I know you're a real person. Cause if you're not gonna get nobody number and immediately be like, yo, you wanna FaceTime real quick. I don't wanna FaceTime with people I know right now, nigga, who I know <laughs> well. Um so no, I'm not gonna ask you to FaceTime. But if I ain't quite ready to determine if I want to pull up and go get some food with you or whatever, um, go swipe my credit card with you, uh, shit, I'm going to probably just see who we know that's mutual and then I'm going to hit him up or hit her up and be like, yo, what's up with old girl, man? Like, is she a real human? Do she really look like that? Do she got kids? <laughs> Says she a real human. No, you got to make sure these ain't no robots, bro. Like, yo, um, shit, nigga, do she got kids? Do she uh, be fucking... Dude, she be fucking anybody we know that you know that I know I wouldn't fuck after. Like, I need the rundown, though. You got to do your homework. And Tika Sumter's character had not done her homework, man. She met this nigga. The nigga had the deep voice. He hit her with the Barry White shit. And shit, he had a couple pictures on there. And before she knew it, they was on the phone talking about I love you and had never seen each other. 
That's never going to happen in my life. Uh, I, I don't love you if I haven't seen you. That's just a fact. Sorry. Like, if we have not FaceTimed or none of that, no, I do not love you. I might like you. I'm off the pictures that I've seen of you and all that. But if we have not confirmed that you're the person behind the pictures, I cannot love you. Nigga. Well, I think because they've had so many different conversations connected and bonded. Fuck all that. They, I get you. I yeah. 100%. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that was a thing. Yeah. Her best friend. I thought this was a good movie. I did. I enjoyed the movie. Like I know. Don't we, get me wrong. I, I did not like how it started off. Yeah. Right. But I thought it was like a regular romantic comedy. And, yeah. it's, and it didn't feel. I know this is going to sound wild. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't feel like a black movie, so to speak. No, no, no. It, it just felt, felt very like a normal. Movie. Yep, it felt very normal. It was very relatable, uh, given the times. Yeah. Uh, they drank a lot of coffee. It was a lot of online dating shit going on. It was that sort of shit. Um, I can look at Tika Sumter for two hours whenever. Uh, oh, speaking of Tika Sumter, man, real quick Tika Sumter story. So they had just finished wrapping up another Tyler movie when I was living in Atlanta. Uh, I can't remember. It was one of the films that has Medea in it. Whatever one had uh, Blair Underwood in it where he was beating the bitch. Yeah, uh, yeah that one. Um, Medea, like, family reunion or some shit. But anyway, Tika wasn't in that movie, but she was with the cast, and the cast had a rap party at this spot I used to go to called Buckhead Bottle Bar. And me and my man had a section in the bottle bar, and then their section was right next to ours, but it wasn't, it's a bar, so it wasn't like a club where they rope you off and all that. Yeah. So we was over there with Tika and with a bunch of the other actors and actresses from the movie, and Tika Sumter might be the nicest human being you'll ever run into, like, mm. famous or not, on TV or not, like, whatever the fuck. She is nice as shit, bro. Like, she came to us grabbing the phone, taking the selfies, making people take our picture, like, grabbing strangers, like, yo, take a picture of me and my boys. And it was like, fam, we don't know you. You're fine as shit and you smell amazing. <laughs> but we don't know you. Like, And she was dancing with it, like getting it in, bro. Like she's... When she was at Breakfast Lab, she said most men don't ever ask her out. She is... Well, I mean, she got the baby while the white dude now. Well, and now that's another story. Do. But anyway. But like in general, yeah, because yeah. You, see, you see a movie star or whatever, someone who's ultra yeah. like... And they up you there. just assume yeah. that, yeah, I'm, Fam, I'm not talking to She her. was the coolest, most normal acting chick ever, dog. And I loved her, so respect to that. Um, hey, shoot or shoot. Hey, that's a fact, nigga. But, uh, yeah, man, so her character met this dude. They fell in love. They on the phone. They talking about phone sex, and they talking about how horny they is. They've never seen each other. So Tika, or not Tika, Tiffany Haddish. One thing I fucking despise. Oh, what's that? Phone uh, sex. When the movie came on, the oh. fucking text bubbles. Oh my God! For all the names and yeah. like, well, you first. I, first off, I don't need to know these people's names. Yeah, that's uh, a fact. Say that shit to the after the movie. It's like, I don't fact. know why credits are coming on at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. <laughs> but the fact that they was like, In even though I love bubble, yeah. the the blue bubbles, I get it. But yeah. like, they were just really, really big and on the screen for too long <laughs> and not the right color. Oh uh, shit! It was just not. Why was that there? Dog was a uh, his text was green one day. No, his was gray. His was, it was, one was gray, one was blue on the oh, side. Oh, it was so the blue. Gray. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. So, dog was on the iPhone. Because I was about to say, if you ever meet a motherfucker and they give you the Android, that's um, how, catfish or not, don't date them. That's how another nigga was lying, though. Because, <laughs> him, you're not, you're not sending them. If you, if you ain't got no fucking signal, the motherfucking bubbles coming through green. Yo, that's a fact. So, that's if, you're a on fact. The oil, if you're on the oil rig that's and you're still sending blue bubbles, fam, you got, you got Wi-Fi. So, uh, and then before her sister even got out of prison... We met O'Murray's character, uh, my nigga Ghost. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he was Jamie like a motherfucker in this movie. What's, the, what's that nigga name on nigga the movie? Was super Jamie. Nigga Super Jamie. 
Because I just keep thinking ghosts. I don't. What was right. the nigga name in the movie? I'm going to tell you in a minute. Because I call that nigga Super Jamie. Um, That nigga's name in the movie was. Dun, 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 dun. I just saw the shit this morning, too. Like, <laughs> Bro. So I go to the goddamn cast and credits. <laughs> Say ghost. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish is literally the only person whose character name is up here. <laughs> it's a Tanya. Everybody else is just a regular it name. It don't fucking matter. It don't fucking matter. This nigga Ghost was ghosting. J- Jamie or Ghost? Nigga, Super Jamie Ghost. Nigga, he was in this bitch. Um, Damn, Jamie not even his real name. No. Omari. This nigga's name is Omari Hardwick. Uh, and his character owns the coffee shop next door to the building that Tika Sumter works in. Uh, so he walk or she walks in every morning, same time. And that nigga was simping his ass off, boy. Give her the free coffee. He hit her with the free coffee. She cut the line. She was in line in the first scene. That nigga came and got her. Like I saw a young lady on my timeline. Yeah. Fairly attractive. Okay. Uh, Shout out to her. Um, she don't remember that we know each other. Like, she was in my house. But like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we we, we, we we internet friends and shit. But, yeah. like, uh, she's out of state. But she, I seen her mention that every day she go into the coffee shop and the guy always has her coffee waiting. And he gives her free coffee every single day. Yeah. And when that shit came on the screen, I'm like, oh, that nigga's in love with you. That nigga's in love with you. And unlike Omari, he probably don't own the coffee shop. So that nigga gonna lose his fucking job. But uh, <laughs> shout out to him. Um... So, yeah, Omari owns the coffee shop. He got her coffee ready hot every morning when she walk in that bitch. Same time. And a rose. And a rose. God damn it, nigga. Simp harder. Simp fucking harder, nigga. All right, fellas. Jay just said it a minute ago. Shoot or shoot. Shoot your motherfucking shot. But God damn, at some point, nigga, get back on defense, nigga. Like, <laughs> shit, nigga. Follow have the some, shot, nigga. Dog, nigga. nigga he gave us a, first off, I do think that's, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. But, like, where the fuck you find a rose at every day? First of all. Long stem. If I find a long stem single rose to give you every goddamn morning, Monday through Friday. <laughs> first off, yeah. is, why the fuck The pussy you, got, nigga. Wh- that pussy is got. If you accept, give the, it. If you accept the rose give it here. two days in a row, on the third day, we go together. Give it here. On Fourth, the third day, the pussy got. <laughs> Fourth day, you meet my mom. Okay? Hand me that pussy. Fourth time I gave you roses. Where is the pussy? Here's my middle name. Oh, Where's man, it? I got some long stem pussy for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bring the pussy over. Uh, but no, this nigga giving her free coffee and a long stem rose every morning, which... Uh, so all right, there's some other shit. Tyler, Tyler Perry do the most. Like this is the mo- like the free coffee every morning was enough. He's smiling. He was flirting. Like it wasn't like he was. And she goes there for the flirt every day. She goes there for the flirt, and she said it. Fam, like, don't flirt with me for sport. Oh my god, every women day. do that. Women do that. Not like every day though. Yeah, like, women do that. Jesus, Christ. I ain't gonna lie. I flirt a little bit for sport. I mean, I do right. But like, hey, not again. I I'm not gonna sure hit I you. Still got it. I'm not gonna hit the same person with the same front every now, day. Because you're gonna think dangerous. Because you're gonna think I like you. And once you think I like you, then I gotta. Let and sometimes you know I'm I not flirting. I'm just generally a nice person. I'm a very nice dude. Um, I'm a naturally flirty dude. Like I ain't gonna. Hey, sometimes you give me that opening. Like I'm gonna just say the comment that I. Because like I feel like this comment should be said. Yeah. Like I feel like this is a like it's like a because I want you to know I'm a dog ass nigga. Like I will snipe you. Nigga. Like the four words I say most every single day is that's what she said. Right. Yeah. So if someone says something, you got him. And you, just, got him. and you and it's like that's what she said. That's yeah. you got, but like. If someone say something where the flirt line should go, like yeah. if you don't say it, I almost feel like, all right, dog. And I feel like shit, nigga. I don't, and this is just me thinking way too far. 
But like, <laughs> it'd be some chicks like they'll say some shit to me and they give me like they lobbing me, they set me up, and I feel like if I don't say, it, even yeah. if I don't want to flirt with them, yeah, it's like. But that, if I don't say it, like this space, she think I'm gay and she about to spread it. This space needs to be filled with this word. Yeah, nigga. And I'll be wanting chicks. I want everybody to know how witty I am, how quick on my feet I am. Like, I just want you to, like, even though I don't like you and I ain't really intending on flirting with you, like me. Go tell people how much you like me. Nigga, I like that shit. I don't <laughs> don't like me enough to try to holler, though. Thanks. It's like uh, about two or three girls in my DM who I'll be like, damn, I opened the flirt floodgates and I shouldn't have did it. But they set me up with the lob and now they, they won't leave. They won't leave. It's actually starting to get disturbing. Uh, like I'm finna block, bitch. Yo, I'm not gonna put their names out here, but if you notice one day that you can't DM me, you was one of the girls that I'm talking about right Sam, now. Do you know you can turn off your uh, comments to people who don't follow you? Oh shit, I did not know that. And you can turn your comments to only people that you follow can comment. Like, oh, you shit. can go to a post and it say comments are limited. Wow. Like either you gotta follow. Like I'm like, oh. wow. Did not know that. Look at the gram. You know what I would love for you the gram comment, to do? You want to comment on this fucking post, bitch? You gotta hit the follow button. I would love for the gram to make it where they don't tell chicks that I'm screenshotting that butt naked picture they just sent me. Like, don't tell them that. They don't. No, it does. If you screen, if they send you the one that disappeared, not the, like, because, you know, it's two uh, ways to send a picture. You can send a disappear one. Like Snapchat. I don't yeah. have Snapchat. But I know on Snapchat the bitches disappear. And if you screenshot it, it tells the person you screenshot I, I thought I remember reading somewhere that they got rid of that shit. Like, no. Instagram. Instagram didn't. And I'm going to tell you how I know I didn't. Because... I mistakenly sent my homegirl. It was like a picture of some shoes or some shit because uh, I thought they'd be dope for her boyfriend. Like, it wasn't nothing crazy. But I sent them to her because I saw it on the gram. So I sent it straight, you know, through her DM. But I didn't mean to send it the disappear way. And so she screenshot it. And literally, I instantly got a fucking pop up. Such and such screenshot your picture. And I was like, oh, How long shit. ago was that? This nigga, this was three weeks ago. Mm. So I was like, damn. Because now I'm like, oh, shit. It's like mad chicks out here knowing I screenshot their shit. Look, man, hey, if you're going to send me some. If you sent it to me, I can keep it. Fuck what you talking about. And first of all, nigga, yo, the illest shit ever. I'm with my man and shit. This girl sent him something on Snapchat. That nigga said, I download all my music on my iPad, right? I don't have no music on my phone. So we be in the car, in my car, we're listening to music off the Bluetooth from the iPad. So a girl sent him some shit on Snapchat. That nigga say, hey, take a picture yo, of and Where your iPad? I'm like, oh, it's in the backseat. That nigga grabbed that bitch and snapped it on his phone. I was like, you a creepy nigga, bro. Fam, you know I got every iDevice. <laughs> you know I do too, so, nigga. Me and Jay, mad apples out this so, morning. Like, it's going to get got. But uh, yeah, man. So Tika Sumter in there over flirting with Omari every morning. But she ain't letting the nigga get at her because he a coffee shop manager, owner. Well, she's not letting the nigga get at her because she's in love with Charlie. And she's in love with the nigga from the internet. Yeah, um, that she's supposed to be seeing that day. That Yeah, so they, her and dog set it up that morning. She was like, yo, I got this big pitch. If I get it, this is going to be career breaking. So the nigga who she in love with, the little catfish nigga, he like, yo, good luck. Um, I'm horny as fuck. I want to FaceTime you tonight. He like, yo, I got my man coming in and we supposed to... Uh, FaceTime tonight, or he's supposed to let me see his Wi-Fi or some shit. He got an extra something that could give him a strong connection, and we should be able to FaceTime and probably uh, FaceTime fuck or something. You ever FaceTime fucked a chick? I have not. I've done that shit. I don't really enjoy it. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't like FaceTime. I'm going to just put that out there, and I want everybody who listens to this, uh, if I have not already told you this, which I probably have, Yo, don't FaceTime me ever, bro. I used like, to ever. didn't like FaceTime, but now I no. fuck with the shit. No. I'm going to FaceTime my son 
when I don't come to see that little <laughs> Uh But outside I, of that, I don't fuck FaceTime with the me, FaceTime. Bro. And then most recently, I've been fucking with the the group FaceTime because we got a super group with all the nigg- all the niggas in there. And when we be getting these jokes off, yeah. sometimes the yeah. joke we get everybody Every, get yo. on this shit because these jokes getting off. And respect to y'all group. Don't add me to that shit. Because uh, I don't want to FaceTime nobody, nigga. If 40 niggas FaceTime me, that's 40 niggas I'm not picking up for. Like, I hate FaceTime, bro. Um, I do be chirping on the watch, though. I do. I be chirping the shit out of niggas on the watch. If I got your watch connect, nigga, I will walkie-talk you. But uh, don't FaceTime me, man. But I did I did the FaceTime sex one time, bro. And what, what old girl didn't know was that I wasn't even, like, doing nothing. I was girl, just watching her. Side note, uh, phones are waterproof. Girls will FaceTime you while they're in the shower. They will do that. Um, girls do a lot of dumb shit in the shower. Eh, keep being dumb. Hey, I'm no, okay keep it. that up. Because uh, as long as I get it on my end enough to do a couple screen recordings, drop that bitch in the water. I don't give a fuck. Drown, ho. Shit, but uh, waterproof. We out here. So yeah, man. Um, they was gonna Facetime. They was gonna get it in. But uh, I feel like we jumping around. I don't care, man. Her sister got out of fucking jail. Uh, she took her to the coffee shop with her. So she could try to get a job there. Cause no, she she went to go get her fucking coffee. No, no, no. She was trying to exploit Omari liking her by getting a favor, wasn't she? No, or no. Or was she taking her to work with her? She look, so she uh old girl ain't had no clothes and shit. Oh, so she, she had to dress that's why she, she dressed. She woke up. her up, yep. gave her an outfit, she walked yep. extra fucked up in the heels and yep. shit. That shit was funny, I ain't gonna she lie. Ultra ghetto the night before, and like she don't I just got out of jail, nigga. Yeah. I beat her up, threw her motherfucking wedding dress. They just had her extra yeah. real extra. I so hated it. she went up there to get her fucking coffee and shit. She like, oh hey, what up? This is my sister. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then, oh, I was cracking up when she had the nigga uh, fixing the damn um, the coffee pot. Like, you know, oh yeah, that was put your yeah. hands up there, use your two fingers, and yeah. do all. I'm that like, was oh, funny. Shit. And I'm, it was funny because she really fixed them up. Right. Cause yeah. I'm like, I'm thinking like, oh, this bitch was lying. Yeah. But no, she was like, she really did. She got back there, fixed a little valve on the coffee steam thing, and then Omari was like. You shit, you know how to fix shit. You want a job here? You want a job here? And boom, she put on her apron and start working that day. Um, Because, again, he's simping. Like, nigga, you don't know shit about her. But. And when you like, man, it, like is a stronger drug than love. And he connected with her because they had told him. He's like, what you mean you just got out? She got just out got out. And his character had been in jail. Tika Sumter don't know that yet, though. Yeah. Um, So. She, uh, her and her assistant, who she's really close to, or co-worker, because I don't know if she was her assistant, but her, Tika something, and her colleague, who she was real close to, they was, her colleague's the, the homegirl that tells all the business, like, and she told Tiffany Haddish real quick what was going down with the nigga she was in love with, because Tiffany Haddish was trying to figure out why you ain't into Omari Hardwood, nigga, this super ghost, um, saying he had the mohawk, I hated that nigga haircut bad in this movie, by the way. Um, she like, yo, why you don't like this nigga? And had Tiffany that, had a slight. Yeah, that, that Rotimi on. That nigga had the, oh my God. <laughs> that nigga want to be Dre. Dog. <laughs> forgot about Dre, nigga. Uh, <laughs> Motherfucker act like I forgot about nigga. Dre. Uh, so what do you say to somebody you hate, nigga? <laughs> fucking. So. Uh, Try to get a mohawk. Fade away. <laughs> oh my God. So uh, the coworker told Tiffany had a slight, yo, she swear she in love with this catfish nigga. That's why she don't like Omari. And Tiffany Haddish is like, yo, I don't like the story of this nigga off the internet because if you ain't seen him yet, this sound like catfish. And she was like, she like, and, and we was in the yard, I mean, yeah, in the day room, all that shit. When they used to have a rec room shit, she watched catfish a lot in jail. So she emailed Neve and Max. That's one of my favorite shows on TV, by the way. No, I thought it was real. I, I won. I was not expecting. Yeah, them Neve to really be there for the middle show. Like yeah. it was a. 
I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really love cat nigga. I used to not even I never watched Catfish before two summers ago. And then I'd seen the movie that set the show off, but I had never seen the show. Two summers ago, I was homesick. Uh this after I got diagnosed with my lung disease a couple years ago. And I was homesick and I'm chilling and I'm on bed resting, I'm not doing shit. And it was nothing on TV. It was middle of the day on like a Wednesday. And I'm like, man, what's going on? I'm flipping around. And I ran into a catfish marathon. Nigga, 11 hours later, I had not pissed. I had not eaten. I had not gotten up for shit. I had been watching catfish. I was obsessed with this shit. Because I be hollering off the internet. So this shit concerned me, nigga. Man, a catfish hit me up last week, though. Bro. Cat- oh, my God. My nigga got catfish a week ago. Tell oh, us. No, I didn't get a catfish. Oh. But they added me on Facebook and shit. And oh. then like, I mean, a very attractive looking picture yeah, and shit, yeah. right? Because that's how they get you. Two friends in common and shit, or one friend in common. I don't trust you. So, you know what I'm saying? We do the podcast shit. Like, look, I post links, so strangers, yeah. whatever. As long as yeah. you don't work at my job, I'll accept you. I respect it. Um, hit me with the, hi, thanks for the ad mm. that you fake. Nigga, <laughs> you already know. And then you keep but, posting all these 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 nice looking pictures. Yeah. Only you know you, they stop though. Only you in the pictures. And when they be on your gram in the comments, like, what the, what that should be saying? Love your content. So bitch. I look, I go to your pictures and shit to see if you got any pictures with other people. Yeah, and you don't that are posted or do any of your comments sound like anybody actually knows yeah. you? No, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. this bitch a catfish. It's real easy to identify catfish. Like, so on Facebook, one of the first things you can do to identify a catfish off rip, most of them only have the one profile picture. So you can click their profile real quick, and if you can't swipe left. If I can't go back to 2009, you get the fuck out of here. Nigga, because I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you niggas this. Motherfuckers, if they're on social media, they had a Facebook. I don't give a fuck. They might not be on Facebook now. But they had a Facebook because when Facebook was all college, all the college kids had it. But when it opened up and niggas didn't need to be in school, oh, man, the motherfucker. You had to be a part of a network first. Nick, facts, facts. And then they was like, fuck it, dog. We'll just, just come on. And, nigga, Facebook is the most used. Side note, you remember when Instagram was iPhone only? Yes. And nigga. then they opening up to these niggas. Boy, bro. niggas was so mad when they couldn't get on Instagram, oh, man. Bro. Let me just go on here. We're going to say this, too, because I'm, I'm going to tell our listeners what I don't like. I don't like FaceTime. I don't like Android users, dog. I'm sorry. Like, Damn I don't man. like y'all, bro. You better have a fight galaxy. Fight me, bro. You got to have a Galaxy or some shit. If you got a Galaxy, I'll beat your ass with the Galaxy, bro. Yeah. Like, fight me, dog. I don't like y'all niggas. Y'all niggas make me itch. Um, I know we was talking earlier about, like, you know, when did it become popular, like, for black people to clown, like, niggas with money in like or with no money and broke people y'all niggas is broke to me dog sorry bro <laughs> i hate you niggas bro like no but in real life i just don't like y'all niggas and um if anybody got a problem nigga i shoot so man let's jump to the the crux of this shit right? all right bet, bet. So she, into it. she uh you know she had an ad exec she got these motherfuckers from france out there and yeah. they got a perfume or some line yeah, called yeah, yeah. the list the list and no. that's how this whole list shit comes up that shit was corny and she has a list you know what I'm saying? She that, has a list because she thinks her mom had a list facts. that her mom wrote out and then her dad was all of that. Yeah. Because her mom told her that, but her mom's a fucking raging weed head who just be talking. Granted, we found out nothing about the dad. Where's your dad? Now, where the fuck is Pops? Did he die? Is the did, nigga in jail? Did, did, he, did he die? Did he go to jail? Did they get divorced? Like, where is that? First of all, it's a Tyler Perry movie. If your mama wrote out a list about good shit about a black man, 
it, she didn't find him. He there. got shot by the cops. Yeah. Or Tyler Perry had him get run over like Malik Yoban. Why did I get married too? Anyway, um, so she's talking about her list that she created because she thinks her mom created a list. And her list is, you know, he got to be six feet tall and he got to be this and he got to have money. He got to make six figures, got to like upward six figures. Like it can't. I think her shit said like mid six, six figures. Yeah. Fam, like, and they got to make 500 bands to what date What the you. fuck is that about? 500 bands. What city was this in? I'm assuming New York. I felt like, well, offer it if they didn't advertise in New York, Chicago, L.A. It's I thought it was Chicago, of, right? Yeah, That's what I was thinking initially. Because I, I saw one of them buildings that looked like a Chicago-ish. I'm yeah. like, but... The, but they met, her mom stayed in Jersey and they just went up there. Like, oh, you right. So I'm like, right. oh, if you, it's got to be in New York. So, all right. So if she was in New York in that condo she had, that two bedroom, big ass condo with that dog ass view, she makes a billion dollars a year. Okay, cool, Donald Trump. That's cool. Um, but you ain't going to find it. Come on, bro. Nigga got to make 500 bands to take you to get a coffee. Yeah, so this whole time, you know what I'm saying? Oh, let's Tiffany, fast forward through the Tiffany Haddish character. Know that, like, hey, look, look. I know you like my sister, nigga. Yeah, yeah. I know you gave me the job because you want to be with her, nigga. You got to press up on her heart. Yeah. And um, he had gave she had gave Tiffany uh, a dress for uh, a, a alcohol a AA a meeting. AA meeting. Yeah, you know this is part of her pro uh, role probation. Yeah. yeah. And he showed it to him like, oh, nigga, this here. Because we find out, yeah, that he used to be an addict. Yep. And he was in prison. Yep. For armed robbery, and, yep. you know what I'm saying, like that. So he was having a um, super ghost, <laughs> right? So he was having, he was leading the meeting, yeah. And uh, Tika's character slides in to and come she, pick up her sister, and she found out like, oh, because he was talking, yeah, yeah. And yeah. he like, I was an addict for seven yeah. years, telling his story, like you know what I'm saying. I got off it, and I, I had to make a change. Well, yeah. now I'm now, own, now I I'm a business owner. I'm a bro. business owner. I'm, I'm you know what I'm saying. You can do it too. Like boom, I'm, I'm motivating a group of my like like minded people who are trying to get off these motherfucking uh, vices, dog. And then here come Tika, judgmental ass. He she come outside. He come outside. He like, oh hey. And uh, I'm gonna go sit in the car. She was acting different. Yeah. And he like, oh, well, she was like, oh, no. Matter of fact, it, she was ultra rude. She's like, so how long was you in prison? Yeah. He was like, uh, seven years. I don't know. Like, bitches, you ago. Lobos? She's like, okay, well, I'm gonna go sit in the car. Yeah. So she started acting funny. Because one of the things on her list was no record, no criminal record, no criminal history. Um. So here's this. Crime boss that she come on fam, he own a coffee shop and give you a rose every morning. You think this nigga finna go kill a motherfucker anymore? He off that. Yeah. He giving out roses to bitches, bro. Like whatever, dog. So, uh, hold up, but fast. So now she really in love with the dude, but with because we fast forwarded through this. So the catfish people come through. She was supposed to Facetime dog that night, and then he never called. Never called, never called. She never heard from him. So then, like, all this time goes by, and they like, fuck it, let's go down to that oil rig. And they go down to the oil rig, and it was Chris Rock. Chris Rock, who used to be a... What yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't the nigga. So, no, look, look, look. <laughs> so, yeah, we got we to we got, we skip one part. So, all look. Right. So did neither even them show up? Like you, you, you one hundred percent right. So they show yeah. up. Uh, she be like, 
Uh, she like, uh, what y'all doing in my crib? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they pretty much be like, look, nigga, we think the nigga catfish, blah, blah, blah. Never happened. Now, the yeah. next morning, she got this real big, uh, the attic, the attic she was supposed to do. Oh, yeah, and yeah, And she yeah. stayed up all night, didn't do it. She, she was didn't embarrassed. Do her shit. Yeah, she had her pitch, and she didn't fucking do it. And these people here from France. Yeah, she was like, low-key, the, the, <laughs> Uh, her actual one that she got semi fired for was better than the original. I mean, better than the one she gave. Facts. It was like the list is what you make it. We yeah. we or some shit like yeah. that. I, I don't know. It was some you know ass shit. Yeah, it'd be basic ass shit that be gay get paid a lot of money. Anybody could think of. So, uh, she real sad about the shit. You know yep. what I'm saying? She gets it home on administrative leave or some shit like that. And oh boy, she she talked to he talks to uh, her sister like he like look. This what happened, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. well, I'm about to go. I'm going to go. She loves my coffee. Yeah. Fam, nobody love your coffee like that. Oh, my God. This nigga Omari went. <laughs> like, uh. like, nigga, you're not a chef, nigga. You know, <laughs> she loves my cheesecake. Like, she nigga loves my bad. coffee. I'm going to go and um, I'm going to cheer her up. Nigga's a barista. The nigga went over there and she was like, hey, nigga, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, you get the fuck out of here with that weak ass coffee, nigga. Duh. Yeah, she told that nigga, I will no longer be needing your services, bro. <laughs> I don't drink coffee no more, bro. But Neve and them uh, gave her the information and they yeah, said they the nigga like, live in a trailer park. Yeah. So they went to a motherfucking trailer park to find out, all right, this Charlie nigga ain't real. Yeah. Didn't call. I fucked my job up. Let's yeah. roll out here. So her, her assistant, and Tiffany Haddish go to the trailer park, and they pull up, and it's a nigga in a wheelchair with a jerry curl. I was by not Chris Rock. expecting Chris Rock to be in this fucking movie. I didn't know who was finna turn around. I'm not gonna lie. Chris Rock being there, I laughed. I I'm just thinking laughed. like, what's gonna happen? I didn't know yeah. what the fuck was going on. I ain't, this movie was random as fuck. I just want y'all to know. Yeah. So Good they, movie. Yeah, it, it was random than a motherfucker. So they pull up. It's Chris Rock uh, in a wheelchair. He's clearly not the six foot tall, handsome, debonair nigga. You could tell in his voice he ain't the same nigga. And that uh, nigga was mad disrespectful. That nigga was hilarious. Nigga said both my legs were... My- <laughs> See these two legs is broke, but the third, but the one, third worked. one worked. Just yeah. hop on it, just hump on it. Like that nigga was going nuts. That dog. nigga was still trying to fuck, man. And um, so obviously this ain't. So they're thinking she for real got catfish. Yeah, like he like that's the number. By the way, yeah. I mean catfish. Yeah, then Tiffany Haddish. They try to hold her back, and she set the nigga arrow. Yeah, set the nigga Jerry Carl on fire, and that nigga stood up and ran and jumped in a goddamn pool so he could dry his arrow. Sorry, little silly ass part. But then back to the crux of the shit. Uh, she's been catfish, so now she's deep depressed because she fell in love mm-hmm. with the catfish nigga. So she's deeply depressed. She's hurt. She's fucked up. Um, over time, because the nigga Omari's still simping. He's still hitting her up to check on her. He asked, Tiffany Haddish worked for him, so he talked to her every day. So, Oh, you know what? Was a, Before when I told her, when, when she told him to get the fuck out of here and yeah. shit, she came with her sister. So him and him and uh, Tiffany Haddish came, and that's when he kicked her out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yep. he ended up coming back to her house yeah. again. And Because he gone the simp. coffee. A nigga gone simp. Simp's gone simp, bro. But this time he simped and it worked. Because he came through with the coffee, and she was ready to kick him out on some bullshit. But then they end up sitting down and they talk for hours. And they talked for hours. And yo, I love yo. This is when I like you. When we get on that phone and we just be on that bitch. Hey, this was funny though. Before he went over there, she was like, uh, he like she like my coffee. Yeah. I'm gonna go over there. She like nigga. <laughs> he was like, but I gotta, I got. She like he, she said, go over there, whatever. Yeah. 
like, but I got a, it's, it's open and you got a customer. And I get like, nigga, you a, this is the coffee shop, motherfucker. Like, like, nigga, go. <laughs> like, that nigga really was acting like he owned the goddamn. Like, uh, nigga, this is a coffee shop, nigga. Yeah, we just making coffee, bro. So he went through there. They chopped it up for hours. And uh, was this the night they fucked? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, well, I just gave it up. They fucked. Um, I'm thinking like. And they was in there making love. Nigga. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm like, hold the fuck on, dog. <laughs> First of all, they gave them niggas an Angela and Ghost scene, the way like, that nigga was stroking. Fact. Yo, pause my whole next statement. Oh, Murray got one stroke on these hoes, nigga, and that shit is ghost. Dog. He I, ghosting. I just didn't understand this shit, right? So yeah. he tried to play it cool, right? So yeah. he over there, because they just opened the coffee shop yeah. in the morning, yeah. right? That's when you do coffee. Yeah. It was nighttime. Yeah. The nigga was over there all day. And then, you know, they do that long movie stare. And they get kind of close. He like, you know yeah. what? Uh, I think I'm going to get out of here. And then she go in for the kiss and shit. Yeah. She, he like, what are you doing? I'm like, all right, Ghost, you should you should know what time it is yeah. by now. So they start getting their thing. But uh, niggas don't. So if a girl hoe you on your first shot, like if you brick your first shot that you shoot at a chick, if you shoot another one by mistake and she receptive to it, it do throw you off. So I felt that nigga in that moment. Like, hey, what the fuck is you doing? Like, so they, look, they got it in. And true to movie fashion, they fucking raw. Raw as fuck. Yo, it ain't a condom <laughs> on earth. <laughs> it ain't a rubber on earth. I'm like, damn, nigga just busting all up in there. Shit. I was shocked. First of all, Tika Sumter's body is amazing. amazing. Um, I was shocked. They really was sexing, though. Like This the, was a whole scene. They, it was a power scene, nigga. This was, I mean, fingers interlocked, yeah, kissing like, toes. That like, nigga was hitting her with that ghost stroke. I'm thinking to myself, like, in my brain, it's the part that it didn't match. I'm like, why the fuck they making love? I'm thinking yeah. like, well, like, oh, but this is yeah. a, a romantic comedy. Yeah, and he loved her. Yeah, he I'm was like, a sucker stroking ass nigga. I'm thinking like, damn, she is. This is not. This yeah. is not what's up. But like, so before this thing, or maybe after this, yeah, it's after this. So we, we, we boom. They We're doing just, everything yeah. like that. Shit is over with. They fingers interlocked yeah. and shit. And she like, tell that nigga get out. Hey, can you go home? That nigga said, what? He said, what, Angela? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But Tariq, oh. <laughs> Tariq coming in, motherfucker. That nigga said, but now that we fuck, we can do everything that we plan on doing since we was kids. Yeah. So the fucking ghost lines and he shit. He gets but, up, you know. You got to do what you got to do. He leave. Because yeah. he a man with pride. You don't say shit like that. Yeah. So he got up. That nigga left with none of his clothes on. Though. I did peep that. Like, this nigga put his drawers on and then walked out into the Because they was in another room. Cause ah, it, it let, you know what I'm saying? And Tiffany had in the living room. Yeah, yeah. So look, she get on the phone and she called her best friend and shit. Yeah. Like, hey, I just had sex with the coffee nigga. What is this nigga name? Who the fuck knows? Super ghost. Uh, I just had sex with ghost, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she like, I just kicked the nigga out. I yeah. wasn't supposed to do that. I was extra emotional. Like, yeah. the nigga is an ex-con. The nigga went yeah. to jail. He had a drug problem. Walks out, ghost sitting there looking like. Bitch, I left. I left my keys. I, I left my keys. That nigga was right there, like, yo, you just. She's she, like, I'm never going to get coffee there again. She hold that nigga, like she really hold that nigga. I just want to put that out, like she actually hurt my feelings. I ain't gonna talk. Like she killed him though. So I'm like, listen, fam, yeah. the nigga who 
been on you this whole time. Yeah. Been respectful this yeah. whole time. Did bought you a rose every day, Monday through Friday. <laughs> Monday through fucking yeah. Friday, bro. You was dis- you disrespectful to the nigga when you found out. You gave him the cold shoulder when you found this out. Disloyal fool ass bitch made punk nigga. Um, and then he still came back. Yep. Gave you coffee while you was upset. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Y'all just talk for hours and hours. Yeah. Shared this wonderful experience with the nigga. Kicked yep. him out. Yep. And then told a nigga like he had you you literally like took that nigga's whole life and said he's a former drug using addict ex con ass coffee shop owner and I'm never going to get coffee there again and that nigga heard all of that I'm like damn hey real shit and if he, that nigga was no longer on parole I don't know when his parole ended but if he, he was, was off parole he should have punched in that goddamn stomach and bro. he should like I was vulnerable and he was there I'm like. I mean, I get, I get that. I would have watched. Yo, you could say that, and I hear that, and I'm not totally offended. Yeah, like I just went through this emotional yeah. shit. He was right yeah. there. I get that. Yeah. So, boom. That was fucked up for him. But you yeah. know, it. So, boom, and the old girl like, did he hear all that? Yeah, I'm like, damn, like, that's yeah. fucked up. Uh, found out. Well, no, Tiffany didn't. She technically found out. Yeah. Um. Um. Eh. I'm kind of like misremembering. The, so the next, well, the next day, when I mean, they was at um, at the coffee shop or some shit, and he was like, "I know um, you and her did it or some shit." He was like, "Well, she told you that too." Yeah. She's like, "Nope, but now I know." You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so then because she took up for that nigga, so yeah. she went back and cussed. Uh, what's her name? The fuck out, like dog, like you fucked that nigga up. Like here, recovering addict. Like you could send that nigga on a spiral and all of that. Blah 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 blah. And she like, and I told mama everything. And she said she want to see us in Jersey tomorrow. Mm. So they go to fucking Jersey. They go kick it with their weed smoking ass moms. And moms told her, "Oh, we gotta we gotta go step back." So when they was talking for like hours and hours, Man. oh, she told him about. Um, he told her because basically she felt embarrassed. Yeah, you know what I'm saying about the whole catfish shit. So yeah. he he explained the story when he was embarrassed, where he fucked up in his life. He was outside. On bended knee, in the rain, singing, on bended crying. Knee yeah, girl will never even open the fucking door. Yeah, like so, nigga, you think you embarrassed? I'm embarrassed. This was me. Yeah, he hit her with something relatable, um, which was obviously a precursor to some shit. Yeah, and that was foreshadowing. Man, I wrote I wrote this down though. So when they went to uh, go see Whoopi, yeah, um, in the crib, she told her that she was an emotional hoarder, mm. and that shit was like, wow, it's like mm. you all this good stuff. That happened, you only yeah. see the good stuff, and that's the only thing that you hold in. Mm. So you want everything all nice and crispy and, like, all this emotional. Perfect, yeah. You remember every good thing we, you, that you, about your father, but you don't remember nothing else. None of that bad. But, but, but you made this list, and he said it up. And she was like. My mom was like, what list? I'm like, the list you told me about. What bike? <laughs> <laughs> and they can say, you know, the beach cruise. And her, her mom was high. As fuck. And she was like, look, nigga, I didn't know who your daddy was. Because that's what she actually said. Yeah, like, yeah. nigga, I don't even know who your daddy was. Yeah. It was she's like, one of them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so, so which made me think, like, where the fuck is the daddy at? The whole, I mean, the daddy could be anybody, man. Daddy fuck around and be uh, fucking Michael Blackson or some shit. We don't know. But what we do know is that that list was bullshit. So you've been dating off this list and trying to find your husband off this list that you created because of the example that you saw from your quote from your parents yeah. and that's unrealistic and that she was, made that shit up yo and we gonna get let's wrap the movie up so she starts fucking she apologizes to Omar 
wait, old boy was real. We yeah, forgot. we so it's t- it's it's two turns. Yeah, yeah. So she goes and apologizes to Omar. To Omar, yep. And they get back together. They, they start linking and they start fucking. They start. They have sex again. Yeah. She like, hey, can we just go out and get a drink? It was I mean, a fuck fest. get some water or whatever. Yeah. So she did it again and shit. And yeah. then once it was over, he was about to say like, hey, I'm about to leave. Yeah, he was like, no, jet. I want you to stay. And she like, no, I don't, I don't want to stay because yeah. I know you don't really like me like that. I know you yeah. got your little list shit going on. And he like, I know I ain't that nigga on that list, bro. And like, look. I'm, I'm in recovery. They teach us like don't get too involved because some shit mm. has slipped. And she's like, you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna hurt you. Yeah. Like this is real. This is what I want. Yeah. And then they Fuck get a little you. montage of they them niggas going in to cabins. Yeah. They 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 kicking it for yeah. a good three they months. They all up and in shit. the park and shit. And whoop 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 dee whoop whoop. Everything good. I'm thinking shit like, oh shit. Popping whoop whoop. I'm like, they right. having raw sex. I'm looking at my watch like, all hey. right, this shit about to be over with. Boom boom boom. They having raw sex. <laughs> raw sex. Raw sex. <laughs> raw sex. <laughs> and uh, she look. She at work. She got her job back. She got her got job, her job back. back. Lil had her review. They let her back in. She was on the pitch. Out here flourishing. Life is good again, nigga. You, know you getting saying? dick and dollars. And she like, I never thought I'd be with a nigga like this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But boom, I love boom, this boom. Nigga. Like, the nigga got a job. Y'all can eat. He got yeah. a, uh, he live wherever. I don't know where the fucking nigga live. Yeah, at. they never showed his crib. But, but he do got like a cabin up north yep, or somewhere. Yep. He, he, he had told her about that during their special night. Like, yeah, yo, when yeah. I need peace and I need to get away, I got my cabin up north. I think they even went there in a the little montage. Yeah, the montage. You they know did something, nigga. So everything's great. Yeah. She at work. Yeah, and it's a nigga there, and she look across the room. Tall and Michael Jordan, bald it's the head nigga ass who voice nigga. I don't like. It's I the nigga from the game who she thought was a catfish. She was dating initially. He ain't. He wasn't a catfish. So Chris Rock's character used to be a former basketball coach of his. He somehow like he uses number on uses name on something, and then oh for the phone. Yeah, and then he got a phone in his name, and it was under I don't know the numbers got crossed. Anyway, she ended up. With Chris Rock's address, but she had really been talking to old boy the whole time. And he like, she like, well, why? She like, nigga, it's been three months. Yeah. Like, three months long ass he time. like, yeah, nigga, we had a fire. I ain't called you because the there range. was a fucking fire on the oil, right? And then, like, I tried to call you the next day, but your number was gone. Yeah. Your email was gone. So yeah. I, I reached out to everybody I fucking knew who could possibly know you. Yeah. And I've been searching for you for, for three, three months. fucking months. What's popping? I'm in love with you. I'm in love with you. Soulmate, yeah, like we all that shit, yeah, all that shit we've been talking. Like, nigga. what's going on? And he like, bitch, I'm here now. Like, I'm in your face, uh, and yeah. So, and she kind of like, um, uh, he like, let's go to lunch. It's been three months. Yeah, I'm gonna need some time. Fam. Yeah, and he like, understandable. Let's go get some lunch, and then you know, I'm here for two days. You know, we could do dinner later. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So she like, bet. So her and old boy did. They headed to lunch. They holding hands. Well, no, no, no. This ain't it yet. So she go to the crib. She tell her homegirl and everything. She go to the crib. You're right, you're right. And uh, Omari there, you know, he come over home trying to get his good loving yeah, and shit like that. Because we've been fucking. Yeah, fucking, fucking. Fucking, fucking. And she kind of like, oh, no. She was standoffish. Oh, yeah. She had told that nigga like, mm, yeah, I got it. Sitting there in lingerie, by the way. Don't tease me if we already been fucking. And he like. What's going on? Yeah. Like, no, no, no. I'm just been telling Like, no, it's something else. She like, no, I just got to work. Just, it's something else. I just, no. This, but you uh, know what? That catfish was a real fish. <laughs> you tell me when you're ready. Yeah. 
Because I don't give a fuck what nobody say. I know women swear they cheat better yep. than me and everything yep. like that. When you with somebody and you in tune, you yeah. know when something off. That's a fucking fact. Everybody know when something off. Facts. Period. You know Facts. when something off. So he got his shit and he got the fuck out of there because I'm yeah. not about to argue with you and shit. So she goes on a date with the other nigga. Yeah. And um, so you in a full-fledged relationship. Yeah. You You've go- been going with me since we since you apologized for calling me a bum-ass addict drug dealing junkie ex-con yeah since your apology we have been going together yeah. dog because when Tika was on the breakfast club she made it seem like there's a stigma with black women dating multiple women i mean multiple guys trying to figure out what's best for them yeah. nigga that's not the that threat of, nigga you was in a whole ass relationship you with was in a, a relationship with the catfish you thought he was a catfish so that was over and then you started a relationship with omari nigga that's just a fact like you in that's a relationship the with him dog. that's the whole timeline it ain't no Women should be able to date whoever. Yes, you should. But like when you got another nigga feelings involved and y'all in some committed shit. And it's only been y'all for the three months. You ain't just say, oh, yeah, by the way, oh, boy, is real. And a lot of shit is inferred because it's a movie and we can't follow y'all for three months. But the little monster, like, nigga, y'all was in love. Y'all not talking. Yeah. No, we go together. First of all, if I do anything with you for three months, you're my girlfriend. I don't give a fuck. Nigga, I'm 34. I'm not asking you to go with me. You just fucking go with me. Like that's nigga. not a that's not a thing. If we consistently been doing this for three months, we go together. Y'all have a relationship. That's and a kind fucking of, fact. anyway. I might still ask bitch to go with me. I don't know. I'm bored. So um, he you know being the nigga he is, he bringing her some fucking coffee and, and no, he bringing her some fucking. He was roses taking her some roses the up next to the day job. because yeah. he ain't really like the energy. We was off last night. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna bring you some motherfucking roses. Let's get it's back on track. Good. She's coming out the motherfucking. Her, her the job shit about to go to dinner with old boy with old boy holding hands yeah and he looking like he on his ghost shit for yeah. real you no know, that nigga <laughs> had the supreme ghost face nigga <laughs> that nigga on his ghost shit free take his phone out and uh and that nigga shout he called yeah and, and she um, sent it to the voice while he walking quick. up and old boy like so mate who's that yeah. like oh just the guy i know franklin yeah the nigga name is franklin mm. uh, nigga named frank Frank Johnson, by the way. His name My is Lord. Frank Johnson. My Lord. Uh, so he looked down. Oh, Frank, just a guy I know. And so then Ghost walked up like, oh, I'm just a oh, guy you know? just a guy you know, huh? And he holding the flowers. Threw them bitches down. Niggas say, fuck off or some shit like yeah. that. And he dip off. And he threw the flowers on the ground, which I liked. Then my man like, um, <laughs> he has anger management. Nigga way too jolly. Yeah. You too big old, to be. You don't be big and jolly. Yeah, I don't like no big You ever seen a tall ass. comedian? Big goof, nigga. Nah. It don't work that nah. way. You can't be you tall can't be, and funny. Yeah, nigga. God ain't blessing you <laughs> twice, nigga. You can't be tall, muscular, and funny. You be can't. average height like me and be hilarious, <laughs> ho. This tall nigga's not yeah. that funny. I'm pretty sure somebody in my comments can give me a list of 12 tall people that's funny, but for all yeah. intents and purposes, nigga, nah, y'all niggas no goofy. Tall, funny nigga. I'll beat your tall ass up, nigga. You not funny. <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah, so he like, oh, man, he has anger management problems, and they go to fucking dinner. They skip their way to dinner. So they get there, and they ain't got no vibe, bro. All that shit, that whole year. They have been talking for a year on the phone with no FaceTime. First of all, nigga. I'm so not- did they go to dinner and lunch and dinner? No, I think he just came to get her from work. I might have, mm. I might have confused that. I think I, the nigga came to get her from work for dinner. Because I do remember, because when he first went up there, it was during the work day. And she was like, "Give me some time to think about it." And he was like, "How about we do dinner or some shit?" So he left, and then he came You're back. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So came back, he got her for dinner. They go to the dinner. So, so no, something happened in between. It was this. an in between. Yes, something happened with Tiffany 
in between. Mm. Because Tiffany came to him and was like, came to her and was like, look, you hurt that nigga feelings. And he cried. Oh. And since he cried, I fucked him. <laughs> she did say she that. She said I fucked him. She yeah. was like, what? She was like, yes, he was feeling bad, yep. so I fucked him. You right. Lying her ass off and yeah. shit. So then after that, they went she went on a yeah. date. She they went, went to, to lunch that first day, yeah. and he was there two days. Yeah. It was dinner that second day. Um, so yeah, Tiffany lied, said she fucked him. Tika got in her feelings, but then tried to thug it out. Like, oh well. And she was like, "You better not say shit because you're going out with another. You want you going like you right? You dressed up right now to go out to with, go with another, another nigga. nigga. So yeah. why the fuck you care? Yeah, my god. So, so they go on a horrible date. They go on a terrible date. Dog is corny as shit. A lot of chicks be going with corny ass niggas because they think they look good or they got bread. This is what I'm confused about because the nigga talked by himself the whole night. Yeah. And he summed up our job, which was factually true. Like, nigga, you do advertising. Like, yeah. that shit not really important in real life. Because uh, you do advertising for perfumes and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, I don't say that as an offense. But, like, he, like, I, he think his job is more important. Yeah. Essentially. So how she turns down her nose at other niggas on her list. Yeah. Nigga, you not high on this list like that. Yeah. He ultra, like. He was corny. He was snooty. He How you was, not know this? You've been but, talking to him for a year. And that's what I was about to say. So, like, if y'all have been talking on the phone for a year with no face-to-face, that means the convo y'all having at the table, this is what you've been doing for a year, and you never picked up on none of this shit. So, dog was, like, weird with the waitress and all that. They just wasn't vibing. But she, like, mm, I've been dating dog for a year or was kicking it with him for a year. Didn't a nigga mention that uh, he was an athlete? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he didn't. He had a weird accident with his 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 penis and a pencil. Yeah, and he lost feeling. Yeah, and, and they his, got the tingle. Ba- it yeah. was a whole bunch of weird shit. Yeah, they like, was Tyler Perry got in his weird bag on this one, bro. Somehow they still went back to the. They went back to the telly, man, and they uh they was you know a couple glasses of wine or whatever because they start drinking pretty heavy. Yeah. They get back to the telly, they start fooling around, and they was finna raw fuck. So listen, what's good? Somebody on Snapchat earlier today yeah. posted this chat a Snapchat story that was exactly like what happened in the movie. Mm. And she said her homegirl went through that. Mm. So either she made this whole thing up and, and said that or oh, her homegirl lied. Because yeah. it's like verbatim and shit. So is this a thing? Because um, in the movie, dude pulled out, went in, and was like done immediately. Well, but no, he hadn't even put it in. Like, well, he it, thought it yeah, was he in. he thought it was in. It was it, in between her thighs. It was in between her thighs. Nigga started stroking for about 32 milliseconds and then busted the ill nut. And we didn't know that at first, right? Nah. So I'm thinking like, damn, you just fucking everybody raw. Yeah. Because there was no condom. Issa. And he bust. Yeah. Right, allegedly. Yeah. So he, she goes into the crib and she telling a motherfucker yeah. on the phone like, "Hey, this shit was horrible. He think we had sex. She's like, why you think? Like, because 
I wanted to see what it was going to be like. Yeah. So we did it, and he was having sex with the, the middle of my thighs while yeah. they blah. Jamie, a.k.a. Ghost, is in the room again. Yeah. Like, this shit just keep happening. She need to stop talking to old girl on the phone. So she hears this shit again. He yeah. hears this shit again, and like, come on, man. Hey, like, dog. Like, I'm you tired. You just dumped me yesterday and now you fucking? That nigga like, bro, I... Damn! I could go back to selling crack. Ladies. Tasha. Ladies, like, in real life? Like, Tasha. Is this okay, though? Um, ladies, all right. Because I, I heard a tired-ass excuse in this movie, and I thought, like... What, the men do it, too? Yo, I, I get so sick of women dropping the men do it, too. Here's my thing about men do it, too. When it comes to sexual promiscuity, if you think we're wrong for doing it, and you think we're nasty for doing it, and you think we're chauvinistic for doing it, nigga, that don't mean do it. But it's not that men do it too, because it, a lot of niggas don't. It's that one individual person you knew did it, did it and you know of that person, yeah. and it's a man. He either did it to you or one of your girls, because it probably never happened family. to you. Yeah. But like, so and on Omari's. Uh, situation he can say this is what all girls do yeah because a girl did it to him all girls be fucking and clearly this girl on snapchat maybe yeah a lot of these girls do be fucking on man now all right all right so that brings up a good question what would you say if you in a relationship with a girl and y'all fucking y'all raw fucking and y'all break up what would you say if like say y'all got back together down the line but they didn't break up she cheated yeah, I mean, she went out with another nigga. But let's just say you broke up. You was dating a girl. Y'all broke up. What if she said, like, if y'all broke up and then got back together or start talking and ran into each other down the line or whatever, and y'all was on some, like, all right, I just got to be honest. Like, when we when we broke up, you know, I was fucked up, but I was with somebody. What would you say is, like, an acceptable, like, amount of time, like, from when y'all broke up to when she fucked somebody that you wouldn't be, like... That's fucked up. Uh, it depends on my level of care. Cause a day is fucked up. Like it, it feels like, uh, cause like it, it may not have been twenty four hours, man. Yeah. Like it literally, he was there to pick up his stuff. Yeah. Like I just got dumped yeah. yesterday. Today I'm gonna I come just pick up my, my stuff. Like nigga, it's been what eighteen nigga hours. Nigga can't get his shit without you being holy. It was literally the next day, and you already didn't fuck somebody else. Look, I'm gonna say this. Damn. I'm gonna say this. Even if I don't like you, let alone love you. Even if we literally just fucked for the first time ever, don't fuck another nigga the next day, bro. Damn. If you even if you my side bitch, pardon the you know the term, but even if you the side chick, don't fuck another nigga the next day, bro. Give me a forty eight hour window before you let another nigga poke after the Ann Wood stroke. Damn. Fuck around and get choked. I'm just rhyming, man. Don't give a nigga the pussy that quick, bro. Like, no, she's the bad guy in this shit, right? No, she's definitely the fucking villain. The nigga, nigga was the greatest guy. You know, he didn't do nothing wrong the whole time. She's Bane. Nigga. When when Tiffany Haddish was talking to a nigga in the car yeah. after he got cheated on, yeah, the nigga couldn't even get mad. Yeah, she's like, nigga, why ain't you mad? You're like, because she's a really nice girl. You know what I'm saying? A nigga thought, yeah, Omari was simping hard throughout the fucking movie. Um. So then, you know, he's still a man with pride, though. He was like, you know what? I'm done, done. Because I was, I, I loved you. Yeah. Well, I mean, he said, I'm in love with you. Yeah. And yeah. then, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't ever want to see you again in life. Yeah. She like, but should have played that Uncle Sam. But man. she was like, but you just said you love me. And nigga went back like, 
And you think that's enough? Nigga. 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 He had to drop one on her, bro. That's usually the woman line. You know what I'm saying? How the movie play and shit. Yeah. Leave it to Tyler Perry to fucking make the man a woman. How you make Omari big ass a woman and shit? Facts. Nigga fucking lying. And low key, we'll we'll explore this this change that he did. So, you know, he goes and off. And then she like, um, she talked to her mom or something like, what you going to do? Yeah. And um, she want to get the nigga back. Of course. Of course. They always come back, bro. Like, so how, So you in love with a nigga for, you've been talking to this person for a year. Yeah. So let me, let me explain how I think this shit should have happened. All right. This is some Love Jones shit, by the way. Damn mm-hmm. near the exact same shit. Oh. Um, so you The been, motherfucking toasted oats. You in a relationship with this guy for a whole year. Yeah. Uh, because of some shit your sister do. This whole catfish thing. Yeah. Now you think he don't he don't exist. Whole time he really did exist. Yep. So you actually got ghost on him, and he was missing for three months mm-hmm. or whatever. So all those feelings that you had come back, but you in a relationship with someone else. Yeah. And old girl telling her, giving her bad advice, like you need to do it because it's gonna be all what if. I don't know if it's good or bad advice. She's giving her advice. Yeah. So what should have happened? The respectful thing, at least is you have a conversation with that man mm-hmm. and give him the opportunity to say his piece. Yeah. If I um, Look, that's what you're going to do. Go ahead and do it. I'm going a, I'm to a go my separate raise or whatever. Yeah. Like, at the very least, give me the opportunity in this situation. Yeah. Don't do the shit on the low. See what you like and then come back to me. Because, yeah, that's I told where, you you didn't like me in the first place. That's where her breakfast club comments don't make sense about women dating multiple men you can date multiple men but be honest about the fact you date multiple men man like like because that's the thing don't make my decision for me if you date multiple men that's cool but if i'm in love with you i might not be cool with you dating another nigga like that's just a fact so give me the choice we in a certified relationship and you playing with my i told you before we even got together like look man uh let's just keep it what it is because like I'm a recovering addict. I don't need to go through heartache and pain. And then you make this, I'm not gonna hurt you. Yeah. I want to be with you. Like, look, nigga, I know you don't And we're having raw, unprotected sex. And that's the part that I don't want to get lost in this. We talk about it during the insecure podcast a lot. But yo, if there's we're a, having raw sex. There's an expectation of safety there. Facts. Like bro. in real life. Because there's an expectation of safety and monogamy yeah. because if that's how you get down or you don't like wearing protection, yeah. I need to, I need to, if you're not, like, you need yo, to be the only person. Keep it a buck. Because you playing with my life. You playing with my fucking life. I ain't even going to get all, normally we go into our fucking personal stories and shit. I'm not going to get personal this time around and go into any of my story. But, dog, if you fucking another nigga, man, and we're fucking raw, you could stop fucking me. You can. That, like, you really can. Like, I'm giving you the... You can still fuck with me. But if we having raw sex and you got another nigga that's poking, there's no way I'm going to believe that that nigga's not raw too, first. There's no way I'm not going to feel like you're not putting my life in at risk. Nigga, diseases... Because you don't know who he fucking raw. Facts. Because he fucking you raw, he fucking her raw, he fucking her raw, she fucking him raw. Bitch, we got 32,000 people involved in this shit. Don't fuck me raw and fuck another nigga at the same time. I ain't with it. Um, fortunately, I ain't had no ass since like '88, so uh, it's been a minute. Um, so if you want to fuck me raw, let me know, because <laughs> right now your safety is not any concern. I don't have shit, nigga. I might got fucking palms disease out this month. <laughs> 
told him motherfucker the other day, nigga, I'm developing a callus around this. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, nigga, goddamn hand hurt now, nigga. I tried. That. I was like, I got carpal tunnel on the dick. Man, but uh, that was just fucked up. For yeah, him, man. man. She did on Murray dirty, bro. Um, so he goes and like she also. Wow. When she apologized the first time, it was only technically after she found she found out that he went on another date with somebody else. Mm, he took a girl that I remember you know what I'm that. Saying? Yeah. And so what you did was I the get the over shit. I get over you because mm-hmm. you cheated on me, essentially. Yep. Right. Um, I take you back. Yep. And I get I hurt somebody else in the process. I just had a great day with somebody else. I stop fuck with them, I fuck with you, and then you do this shit again. Yeah. Like, come on, Phil. Um, fucking, I feel like a lot of women, and men do this shit too, so don't, don't let me come off biased in this statement, but I say women just because of the movie. I feel like a lot of women be doing some old, I just want to see if I still got it, and like, see if I still got this nigga on my dick. Like, yo. It's funny how, because when you watch this movie, I'm sure women can relate to the young lady on the, to, mm-hmm. to take your character. Mm-hmm. So it's funny that you can relate to her, but can't re- relate to the men who did that exact same thing to you. That nigga just preached. Um, yeah. And likewise with myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if I feel hurt and offended by yeah. what happened to him, I can't expect to go out and do that to somebody yeah. else. And I ain't going to lie. I was looking at Tika in some of her decision making in the movie. And I was just like, wow. Like, I really was disgusted again, bro. Uh, second time I've had to use that word in this movie. I was disgusted with a lot of shit she was doing. The raw fucking, the lying, the not, you know, just not. I don't like when, because a lot of shit wasn't even lying. It was not telling the whole truth. Yeah. I don't like when chicks do that. Don't hit me with the half truth or the part of the story that don't sound bad. Like, I don't like that shit. Like, tell me everything, dog. Leave again. People, give people the freedom of choice to fuck with you the way that they fuck with you. Um, don't, you know, tell them half and this half makes them fuck with you and fall in love, but you're not telling them the other half. Um, don't, you know, I don't know. Just let people do yeah. what the fuck they got to do. Anyway. Long story short. That uh, nigga went to the cabin. He went to the cabin where he yeah. go to, you know, blow up steam, whatever. Yeah. She pulls up there in the BMW. As soon as she pull up, it's dark outside. I see a little thunder lightning bolt. I'm thinking yeah. like, all right, I peep what's about to happen yeah. and shit. So she knocking on the door. He don't go to the door. He ain't door, even budge. And she going through and all And they cut the TV shit, up on her. Cut the TV up. Like, oh, yeah. nigga, you not going to come to the door and get me? Yep. She goes outside. It starts. Uh, she turns on the motherfucking song on yep, Ben and E. It was down on Ben and E, boys to men. Same song he sung to yeah. um, old girl. And she, he, and she never opened the door for him. Yeah. In the rain. Yeah. So then it start raining and shit. So she get to yeah. the third verse. <laughs> like, I thought this was going to be like, she's singing the whole song. Yeah. And the nigga kind of going, contemplating, going back. I'm thinking, like, this nigga never going to give yeah. it up. Because I don't know how to move. I like this G up to this point. You know I was like, saying? yo, don't get up for her. Fuck her. But when he gets to the very, very end of the song, yeah. he comes out. Fuck that. Pulls her in. Boom, boom, boom. If you really love me, break in the house. But like, facts. But listen, <laughs> on the reverse thing of that, when yeah. the nigga fuck up, in the, you know what I'm saying? We do all that. Yeah. So I did. I respected it. Cool. It's a cool movie. And then after that. Tiffany Anders come back on like, oh, nigga, it ain't over. Where y'all going? I like them type oh, of thing. Yeah, when they yeah, yeah. And then so they she's in the wedding of her ex-boyfriend 
and uh, Tiffany go fuck up the wedding of her ex. Oh, yeah. We forgot that whole old narrative. But real yeah. quick, uh, one thing with Tika's character. So she was about to get married. And then the dude she was going to marry, he had already proposed. He was her fiance. She had bought a dress. And then that nigga just dumped her and started dating somebody else. He pulled up like, hey, uh, I met this other girl. Yeah. And she was forced to be okay with it. Yeah. And so when they met in the coffee shop, he was like, no, is she okay with it? Ain't you okay with it? Yeah. Ain't you happy for me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she always biting her tongue. Yeah. Um, But that's kind of what led her down the emotional roller coaster she was on that even had her online dating in the first place and being foolish enough to get catfished so that was the movie nobody's fool man uh didn't feel necessarily like a tyler perry movie right uh there were definitely some themes in there with women and men that i wish that nigga would have avoided but he typically always goes that direction I'm always happy for any Tyler Perry that does not include Medea. Um, she, so, she got a new Medea movie coming out. I know. They're going to get a holiday, bro. It's Halloween. It's Christmas. It's, I couldn't think of it. I went on Fandango, and yeah. I couldn't think of the name of the movie. Yeah. So I typed in Tyler Perry because I know it was a Tyler Perry movie. And then Tyler Perry presents Medea's funeral or Medea something or <sighs> another God. is coming up. Pretty he got to relax, man. Like. And I, I get that it's probably still some 55, 60-year-old black women out there that love Medea or think she's funny because she reminds them of their moms or their grandmas or some shit. And that's cool, I guess. Just relax, bro. Like, I don't need Medea's boo every Halloween. I don't need... Like Medea's, Medea's family funeral. It was something. Yeah, I don't need it, man. But um, I was glad to see Tika. I'm always glad to see black movies that aren't, like, typical in-the-hood movies. So listen... Outside of how they portrayed certain people and shit. Yeah, Chica, Whoopi. Um, like, I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. Like, if all these characters were yeah. white, you can change a couple of the jokes. This movie yeah. still works. This is a normal, quote-unquote, white movie. It's a, a, a rom-com. It's a normal white rom-com. Um, I thought which, I thought her her her, her the supporting her yeah. support her best friend yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Like she colleague, was, she, she was, was funny. great. Yeah, you know that was um she's uh she plays or played Gabrielle Union's niece in Being Mary Jane. And That's that, her? Yeah, that was her. She like she lost some weight. She did lose a little weight. She was cute. She was cute. You sure that was her? Not 100%. Because she a little lighter, too. 100%. Um, yeah, that was her. Uh, you know what else I like, though? I actually I feel like, yo, movie directors, let's get back to the black rom-com. Let's get back to, because Boomerang was a rom-com. Uh, The Wood was a rom-com. Fucking uh, The Best Man. Fam, you know last year I found out what sitcom meant. It's situational comedy. I had no clue that that's what it meant. I thought sitcom was the word. I just had no clue that was Yeah. Situational comedy. Y'all gonna learn something every week. Um, um, Situational comedy. If anybody could tell me they knew that sitcom meant situational comedy, I will give you... Uh, fake date on my credit card <laughs> um <laughs> uh but yeah no i actually had no idea that's what i meant um but yeah i want i feel like we should get more of these films and so because i heard a lot of people tell me that they thought the movie was stupid and it was like i seen one girl put like it was in her insta story like this is the dumbest movie i've ever seen but I, it was moments in this motherfucker i was in there cracking up I thought the shit because was like I hated Tiffany Caddish character until halfway through. Yeah. When they turned the racket yeah. down. They yeah. turned the ghetto meter down. They turned the ghetto meter down to what I feel like Tiffany Haddish really is. Yes. And that's what I want you to say. Like y'all don't got an OD on Tiffany Haddish being the hood chick. Like yeah. calm down, bro. That's when you need some some somebody um, from the culture. Yeah. Actually in some of those meetings and rooms. Facts. Be like, look, this shit. Like, right. give me, let me go to the screening or behind the scenes, and I can tell you if this shit gonna gonna work. It's kind of like on Love Is when a lot of them 
when they was doing her writing uh, and they would be doing in the writer's room and her girl Angela, the real deep woke militant yeah. one, would be like, I can't do this shit because y'all are putting the most like stereotypical. Y'all want me to make such stuff for this pig? Yeah, like, no, I can't. I can't write that shit. I wish it was a nigga in some of these rooms that stands up and says, yo, we could still do this scene and make it funny and not do that. Because there was a lot of shit in this movie that did not need to happen. There's um, some shit in this movie that probably turned people off to tell other people to don't go watch this movie. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a lot of folks not really digging it. But me and Jay opinions, yo, and take our opinions for what it is. The movie wasn't that bad. Again, I hey think man, doing take, this. Take their opinions for what they are. It, fire. Yeah. We got a fire opinion. <laughs> nigga, you know what? Take my opinion for what it is. Facts, nigga. <laughs> Motherfucking facts. Um, but no, uh, so it's similar. You remember it took Insecure like four, maybe five episodes this season before it turned yeah. that corner and got consistently good. Uh, we still reviewed that motherfucker every week because we pulling the themes out. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you about the film and the movie and the show. I want to talk about the themes. There's like, pieces in there where I, I, I related to... Um why I kind of felt Tiffany's character. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because she was a struggling addict. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And she went to AA and yeah. all the other shit. And he was out there helping them. She's like, listen, you made that man cry. Yeah. And I don't like that shit. He a yeah. good, and like, you can't talk to this man like that. Yeah. He a good man. Yeah. Don't talk to him She that was way. holding that nigga down. I, I actually did respect and appreciate her character for that. Uh, there was, I she, mean. They, they, all, they, they definitely over sexualized her in the movie she literally tried to have sex with every every male in this movie she tried to have sex with she tried to fuck neve and max yeah and neve is married with a kid to a woman surprisingly ain't gonna lie um max i believe is openly gay he no he said he had a fiance i think that might have been a a lie or his fiance is a dude i don't know but either way, yeah, Tiffany had his character trying Over to fuck every nigga in the movie. At one um, point, it got it was funny when she was trying to get a nigga head to whip and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. like, not at this particular point, now it's a running joke. Because yeah. you're, but like, I, I could have dealt without you trying to have a. Yeah, uh, Tyler. Same thing that we tell Courtney Kemp every week when we review Power. Same thing we tell Issa every week when we review Insecure. Like, if you want help. Cutting the fat, trimming the fat from this shit, and really just hitting a nigga with a solid project. Call me and Jay, bro. This week in culture. This week in culture will get you together, bro. We will tell you every single thing you need to know. Um, We will tell you what doesn't work, what works. We will tell you what will be culturally acceptable. Uh, I can tell you what's going to end up trending online that'll make people go watch your fucking movie. Yeah. Like... Put this in the trailer. Yeah. Talk about this in the interview because once they start talking about this shit online and or Breakfast Club interview or this or that, yeah. like I wonder if these niggas actually watch the movie before they no, they don't watch the movie before they do the interview. Yeah. Um Cause my my interview questions, like if I if I was gonna bring them niggas into this right now, yeah. I'll lit ass interview. So you wanna know something funny? And I knew this about a month ago, but I wasn't able to catch the movie because of my uh, work travel schedule. But you know, Tiffany Haddish currently has another movie out that she has not one time promoted, right? What's that? It's a movie called The Oath. And I it's, heard about that. It's a Thanksgiving-like related movie. Um, It's about this white dude named Chris. He's a high-strung news junkie, uh, and I believe she plays his black wife in the movie. And uh, Thanksgiving is coming up. And let's see, they learned that citizens are being asked to sign a loyalty oath to the president. I did. I see the I see the preview for that. Yeah. 
So as Thanksgiving, which is the deadline, uh, as the Thanksgiving deadline approaches to sign the loyalty oath to the president, the combination of Chris's relatives and blah, 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 blah. So the movie's about to dude. But Tiffany Haddish is his wife, and she's the second character, second lead in this movie. Do you think we overly sensitive about Tiffany Haddish because she's black and we care about how black women are viewed? Yes. Or is it just because of her actions? No, I think 100% I care about how black women are viewed, and I feel like... So I don't think everything needs to be... What was the movie with uh, Taraji and them about the astronauts and they were yeah, doing the yeah, math? Yeah. Black power and all Yeah, that. I don't think everything needs to be that. We can be funny. We can be like... Cause I, I think about... um. What's that What's that one lady who was in all the, the funny movies and shit for a hot second? Uh, Melissa... Yeah. Uh, Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. yeah. She'd be doing wild stuff. Yeah. And yeah. I, don't, I don't necessarily think that. Why would I be like, we don't like her... Yeah. So I but, don't know. So that's the thing. All right. It's just like how I don't let's just say, for instance, O Dog, Lorenz Tate introduced to us, you know, on a big stage as O Dog in Menace. If every movie after Menace, that nigga was O Dog and O Dog and O Dog and O Dog. Don't perpetuate a stereotype. Don't perpetuate. Because, yes, some of this shit is real life. O Dog's character was very much a real person at that time. And shit, even today, it's some wild ass niggas out here. But don't perpetuate it. And I think with Tiffany Haddish's character, one, they're perpetuating stereotypes. But two, they're starting to pigeonhole her as an actress. And that's what I don't want to happen to her. I don't want you to only be viewed as the ghetto black yeah. actress. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to see that movie, The Oath, to see how her character might have been in that. The looked pretty good. But... By the time I actually had time to go see it, it was no longer in any theaters in the metro area. So maybe I catch up to Dollar Movie. She's filming a movie right now with Selma Hayek and um, Regina King. Okay, see, so, love, love. You know what I'm saying? And you, I don't know what that movie's about. Me either, but them two names got me in. And Regina King has been, because Regina King's been in comedies. She's been in serious shit. She got mad Emmys and all that shit. Just won one for seven seconds. So, yeah, man, I, it's a way for Tiffany Haddish to do what she does. But for them not to fucking black exploit her, man. And that's what I really don't want to happen. But Tyler Perry's Nobody's Fool. Pretty good movie. If you bored, go see it. Check a matinee out if you got an extra $5. Um, shit, swipe your credit card so it's fake. Yeah. You ain't really spend no money. You spending the government money. And it, I'm going to tell, <laughs> like, so you cheating? Like, no, baby, I, me and we paid for on a credit card. What even a day? Yeah, no. If I, yo, ladies, FYI, nigga, if you fuck with what old girl said. Also, since Applebee's ain't a date, if you see me there with a, a chick, we not. I'm not cheating. I don't even know you, fam. I don't even know you, fam. Uh, but yeah, man, nobody's fool. I give it a smooth six, six and a half if you bore it on a Saturday afternoon. Um, go check it out, man. It's still a black movie with a black cast. I'm going to always be like, go support it unless they got us looking absolutely fucking stupid, which this movie started out trying to do, but yeah. it ended up turning a corner and, and it wasn't half bad. So I found myself in there literally laughing at a couple scenes, like, yeah, out loud. This shit so. turned out okay, man. I ain't going to, this shit ain't about to be Oscar nominated, mm -hmm. but you know what? It's some mindless fun, and it got some familiar faces in there, some faces that look like us, and we don't always get these movies, bro. Y'all so keep supportive. saying y'all don't want to see movies about slaves and the butler and all that old shit, but then shit like this come out, and y'all ain't trying to check that out neither, so I don't really know what the fuck you niggas want, but... Me and Jay seen it because we support the culture. If y'all rock with us, then y'all support the culture, man. And Wood, Jay Johnson, This Week in Culture, episode 21. We out. Peace.